All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 74. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas. And joining me, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? Nothing, Fred. I got nothing. You got <laughs> you nothing. Got nothing. You know what? I was frantically, um, just now when you were doing the introduction, I was like, what the fuck was I going to say? I had something <laughs> lined up. And uh, as you were just saying that, I'm like, I got nothing. I lost it. I got nothing. I think maybe I already talked about it. I think I was going to make that night in the joke woods about my beer, but we already made that off one. (laughs) (laughs) But I am drinking um, a beer again tonight, and I just opened and took a sip right when you were starting, and it's delicious, Fred. I'm very happy with it. Nothing better than a good beer. Move on up. Depends on if you drink it. Move. With two O's, move, and it's a picture of a, a little cow. Which I love. Like a little oh, oh, a cartoon cow with a beanie and a scarf. And it looks like the people that made Night in the Woods drew yeah. it. So I made the joke <laughs> that if Night in the Woods had a beer, like in the in the game, it would it would be this. It can't have a beer because they don't drink. Duh. It's milk, it's milk stout. <laughs> but it's delicious. And you're the cow. He has a drink next to him. I just noticed. Look at this. Fuck it. I'm going to turn my camera back off. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Tell me this doesn't belong this in the radio. game. Look at the look at the kind of glass he has. It's not even a bear glass. A little fucking. Oh my cow. god, he's got one of those. Yeah, those like oh I don't know what god. to call them, but yeah, it looks kind of like a wine glass. But I know what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to it's be like, like one of those fancy beer glasses. Thing. Yeah, yeah. This belongs right in that. Um, this be a suspect now. It's sus. It's good. It's sus. It's fucking fun. good. Milk stout, man. <laughs> it's delicious. I I went to um my liquor store tonight. This is funny, Fred and. I went to the Lucy's where they have all the Lucy's. And I, uh-huh. because I was looking for my campfire s'mores. I wanted the campfire oh, s'mores. Yeah. I, I drank them all and they were gone, Fred. They must be very popular. So very. out of that whole end cap island thing, that was the only one that was like empty, the slot. But they had some singles. They had like three singles. So I said, maybe I just grab two. And then I noticed it's they had a sign. Written in Magic Marker, and it said, uh, pick six, right? Get mm-hmm. 10. If you make a six pack, get 10% off in a free pint glass. <laughs> there you go. So I said, that's a deal. So a, yeah, free I grabbed, pint glass. I grabbed two of these move on up milk stouts, two of the campfire smokes, and then two of these smaller cans. They were like, um, they were like coconut pineapple or something. They were some yeah. sort of Hawaiian You're, type yeah. little can of beer. And, um, I brought it up and the and I go, does this come with a pint glass? I said, I write a sign over. He goes, he, he goes, he laughed. He goes, yeah, yeah, man, you get a pint glass. I said, cool. He goes over this shelf in the back, right, <laughs> where the nips are, and there's just these, like, it's like not even stocked, right? It's like it looks like it looks like there was a glassware sale and people <laughs> rummaged through it. There was like one tipped over, and it was like all non-matching things with logos, and literally they were like. You could tell they were literally promotional ones they get when they get in like boo, new booze. Oh, and stuff. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's distributor stuff. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, oh, I got uh, one with the only one with the name I recognize was a Jim Beam, but I don't drink mm. that shit. So I got some weird, like, I don't know, some fucking, I'm not using it. I should be using but it. I don't show, drink some, that shit. It was like some Oakley brew or something. There you go. Some logo I've never seen in my life. I said, I'll take that one. So now I'm like obsessed. I'm like, I got to go get a six pack every week and just collect. Start collecting. Collect these like <laughs> dumb. Non- I don't even know what they are. Nondescript 
pint glasses. Fantastic. That was it, man. So I got my <laughs> two milk stouts I'm drinking. Looks uh, like you're set. I don't know. I'm set, man. I'm happy. I'm happy. This is pretty tasty. And, you know, I only brought one down because I don't have a cooler down here or nothing or a fridge down here. So it, the other one was get uh, warm, you know. So usually I uh, only get through one. But if I, I down one, I might have to take a pause. I might have to. Okay. Yeah, take a walk and get something. You I know? can find I can find a way to kill two minutes while you go do that. Um, yeah, I'm doing the uh, Founders Breakfast out right now, but I'm taking it yep. real slow. Like trees, I'm not even halfway through this, and that's a, we've that's been talking one. for like a while. Uh, and then uh, my follow up is Death by Flapjacks by Oscar Blues Brewery. So nice little uh, sweet porter. Ooh, just clanged what? the beer up against the mic. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> So, oh man, I just got to open real quick with, it's been a week Mm. and I'm just going to, well, no, it's actually not been like, this is not going to be another Debbie Downer thing. Um, I'm actually going to impress you with one of my stories. Um, Well, maybe not impress. That might be too bold of a word, but I will, I impressed myself. Um, But I will say this, with everything kind of falling apart again... (laughs) We'll have to see how this goes, especially over in Kansas. Um, you know, I'm probably preaching to the choir with most of our listeners, but, uh, you know, there are people who are taking care of COVID patients every day, and they're having a real hard time, I will say. Um, and, uh, you know, as people probably know, my wife being a respiratory therapist is one of them. And mm-hmm. um, it's been it's been really hard to go to work and uh, not because of the conditions at work. It's because of the people and the stories and the way people treat people, especially when they're in a very tragic health downfall because of their own ignorance, in my opinion, Uh, my words, not hers. Um, But that doesn't make anything any easier. And, um, you know, while the whole world gets to pretend that this is only a problem for healthcare workers, um, I, I think we need a better solution than to just make these healthcare workers carry this on their shoulders, because it's starting to break my wife, and mm. uh, she'll be fine, and we will do what we have to do if this becomes too much. But uh, after the year and a half she just had, the idea that we've got another round of a year and a half of this. Mm. Uh, is uh, going to be a lot for a lot of people to take. And, um, you know, the more people who walk out, the worse it gets. So I think we need a solution where uh, these healthcare workers can continue to work, but not with the weight of all this bullshit on their shoulders. And I don't know what that answer is. Otherwise, I would have implemented it. But, um, you know, so just mm. think about that as uh, – as people sit at home or go out to super spreader events and uh, more importantly when they're really sick and they decide that uh, we'll just take it out on the next person who walks in this room to take care of my dying ass um maybe we maybe we second guess how we uh how we handle that but again nothing i'm saying here is going to change the world but uh, it's just a friendly reminder that uh, there are people who uh, don't get to pretend this isn't happening and don't get to hide out. They get to look at it right in the face and watch people uh, go down and watch the very shitty behavior of the average American uh, as it happens to, about, or from their family members. So, mm. it's, 
not a good time right now in a hospital, I would say, especially in a place like Kansas City where we're just getting destroyed by, frankly, just absolute foolish events. And of course, we're the ones who brought, we got rid of our masking mandate. We are bringing it back and Mm. people are not cool with it. Um, They've already sued the city. I don't know how you can sue the city, and I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what you're hoping to get out of suing them over a mask mandate, but I guess that'll figure itself out. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Ooh, it was rough. But, you know what, Trees? What? They make puppy videos for reasons, and it just, you know, Cheers. as a short-term Puppies. solution, it, it really did uh, mm-hmm. perk my wife up. My wife up. So there was that was good. Um and hanging with the dogs and stuff like that. So she was good. But, uh, you know, every now and again, for no reason whatsoever, she didn't even work today. It just breaks you. You just get to that moment where out of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how I know she's carrying it home without wanting to or intending to. So, but uh, right. anyway. Anyways. Otherwise, it's been an interesting week. But uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to just continue on? I don't have too much more to say, but... Well, if you want to finish what you did, then I'll go. I can go. I always go first. You can. That's true. All right. I'll switch it up real quick. Yeah. So I'm going to blow your mind here. Okay. So my wife uh, on Wednesday, she uh, had to get her, uh, or she wanted to replace her brake pads. She knew they were starting to go, so she wanted to replace them. (laughs) And you didn't call me? Yeah, right. I come down. I could have got that shit done for you. <laughs> and for some reason, unbeknownst to us, it, it yeah. probably had nothing to do with us paying off her car four days ago. But um, or the fact that we're taking that car on a road trip in like four more days. Um, which, by the way, uh, we can talk about it off the air. But I think we can swing this where we don't have to miss a week. So uh, I'll talk to you about it without any major compromises. Um, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, um, so she wanted to get her brake pads and it was funny because she pulled in there and she just, you know, we just got there right at opening and she just pulled up and she goes, Hey, I need new front brake pads. And he goes, okay, are they okay? And she goes, yeah, they're fine. They're just, I can feel they're starting to go. I'm at X number of miles. I just figured it would be a good idea to replace them now. And she said he was really just surprised. Like, like he's only seen people who've come in because their brakes are just shot. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, he was like, okay, well, um, you know, I guess they don't do appointments right now. Like, you can call in and say you're bringing your car, but they don't reserve any time or anything because people are, I guess, terrible during COVID and just walking out on shops and all kinds of stuff. And if they prep parts and stuff, people just don't show. You know, they've been burned so many times they've had to adjust things. Um, But she was like, yeah, I'm just going to drop it off. My husband's here. I'm just going to take the car home. You just call me when it's done. And he's like, oh, okay. And she goes, he was just not ready for any of that. Like, I'm non-dramatic. I'm just dropping my car off. I want something done. I'm willing to come back later. And he just wasn't ready for that. So then (laughs) I'm in the middle of a meeting. And she doesn't usually do this. She bursts into the back office. uh, And luckily I was muted. But she goes, you're never going to believe this. And I guess um, uh, when they were getting her car, when her car was done, they backed her car into something. And... Oh no! Fucked it up. Oh no! Now, what do you think my response is? Like most people would probably guess, understandably, that I would like flip out. But I was just like, "Well, what? 
what did they say? And she goes, oh, they want me to just take it to a body shop, get an estimate, give the quote, but they don't want me to pay for my services until I get all that set up so that everything's set up to bill them and then you can set up an appointment with them. And, um, and, then, and then, of course, they want me to pay for the services, which I do understand. Once we've secured that it'll get repaired without, you know, because their insurance mm-hmm. is going to pay for it, not like the shop out of pocket. Because they're a chain. Right. I'll just, I don't want to throw them under the bus, but this this is an oil changing chain uh, or a tire based chain. You know what I mean? Like it's it's your usual place where you just get little repairs done and little maintenance things done. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they were like, I'm just going to turn it into the chain's insurance. Like they don't care. They're not like a mom and pop shop. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. Um, and, uh, so she went to the body shop up the street, you know, that, that we knew, we knew those guys. Uh, we've never had to get any work done, but we were told they're great. Um, and I had talked to him about detailing out a little scuff in the side of my car. Um, most people don't even see it, but I know it's there. Um, and, uh, and, and they set everything up and then she went back and paid for it and everything. But like, see, there's, they handled it. They were calm, cool, Mm. and collect. They had a way to handle it. They did want money for their services, which makes sense because you can see all the ways this goes south on them, right? right? First of all, just flipping out because COVID. And then second of all, you can see someone going, well, no, I'm not going to pay for the breaks and you just give me money for the difference on the damages. But they can't do that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like there's two different systems in play here. They can't do that. And so, but we didn't do any of that. We just, uh, or the person who says, I'm not going to pay you for the breaks till it's repaired, which that one I'm going to side with a little bit more. I could see somebody being stubborn like that and wanting to do I, In fact, it's probably not even appropriate for me to say someone being stubborn. I could see somebody being insistent on that. And I could see the shop having to oblige, right? Um, but to us at the end of the day, once they'd set up the billing and we were just waiting for them to get in the parts and her paint, I guess her paint is real fancy. Um, it's just a pearl white but it was really expensive. Like the, di- so what it was, was a dent in the bumper. It looks like they just backed into the light post, if I'm being honest. Mm. And um, it's not that big a deal, but I told her, I was like, no, we're going to have them replace it. Like they've screwed it up. Like I feel for them and I'm not going to be a jerk about it, but they're going to fix it. You know? Cause she was like, well, do we need to get done? I was like, well, are you fucking kidding me? Somebody backs a car, your car up and yeah. Damage? Yeah. So, um, so we, uh, uh, but once we had set it up, yeah, I had no problem paying for the breaks. Like, yeah, whatever. And then in, uh, she wanted to do it right after our vacation. So once we get back from vacation, she'll go and get that detailed out. But <clears throat> but see, there's a place where I would freak out and nothing. And I don't know if I told this story, Trees. But um, right after I talked about not going to fast food or anything, and this is, to me, this is a fast food <laughs> joint, but I could see where people would say it's not. Got a coupon in the mail. For a yeah. uh, three ninety nine six inch sub at Subway or a five ninety nine right. foot long. That's fast food, right? We we agree on that. Yeah, that's yeah, fast okay. food. So I walked in there, and there was a there was one guy, one girl behind the counter making sandwiches. Have I told this story? I, I don't think I did, but let me know if I did. Okay, no, I don't think so. Okay, there was one girl behind the counter, and she's just making subs. She has like three subs lined up. She's making. There's like four teenage boys in line in front of me, like high school age though, like not slackers. These were, and they were all wearing like the local high school jersey. So they mm-hmm. were probably at a practice or something and they were breaking for lunch. 
And um, there were, of course, two Subway employees who see this line and all those sandwiches that she's making, and they're on lunch, eating lunch, and of course, they're not going to get up. They just sit there eating, acting like nothing's going on. Right. And again, I don't mind it in COVID, but am I like, am I correct? Like pre 2019, you tried to pull that shit. There was a manager somewhere that would have your ass. Like that was not acceptable. Um, Yeah. You would sort of eat on the go. Yeah. So she would, so she was making these subs. She doesn't say hi to anybody. Doesn't talk to anybody. She basically acts like there's no line there, which again, I don't mind. It's just an observation I made during the time that she made those three subs. Uh, A couple more people got in. The line's getting long. Uh, I think by the time she finishes the subs, we're at eight people in line, and I'm like fifth. Um, She then does not say anything to anybody. She bags up the the subs and puts it on a shelf for the online pickups, and there are already six subs not picked up there. She then begins to make more sandwiches, still not talking to the boys, and uh, makes two more sandwiches, and then she goes to the back, comes out. These guys have finished their lunch, but they're still sitting on their phones. They're not, they're not coming right. to help. Um, and at this point, the line is so long that um, people are out the door. They're the, like the door is closed and people are starting to line up longer. <laughs> and she's just making these subs and she comes from the back and she's got a piece of paper in her hand and she looks and she goes, Hey guys, how's it going? And they're like, fine. Uh, they're like, good. She goes, what can I get for you guys? And he goes, we're all getting footlongs. They're all the Italian and herb, and they're all, like, the club, I think, or something. She goes, okay, I need to make this online order, and then I'll start making you guys. And she proceeds to make another, like, eighth online order, and I was like, oh, my God. I didn't say anything. I just turned and walked out. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I, For the record, I had been in there probably less than 10 minutes, so things were escalating fast, but how long yes. does it make, take to make a sub? I mean, she was moving at slower than normal yeah. pace, but... Um, but yeah, I was just like, no, See, you're, you're, you're learning. This is nobody's fault, but my own I'm leaving. And that is how this works. And I yeah. just got in my car and you know what I did trees? I went across the street to the grocery store. Okay. And I went over to the deli counter and I said, Hey, um, if I just wanted to get like a quarter pound of sliced deli meat, can you guys do that? And he was, yeah, of course. And I said, okay, I, it's just been a while since I've done that. And I said, okay, can I get a quarter pound of um, oh, and I think I said, actually, I want an eighth of a pound. Can I get eighth of a pound of turkey, eighth of a pound of roast beef? And he said, sure. And I said, cool. Thank you. And I took that and I went home and I had some bread there, some really nice bread that my wife gets, some like uh, sourdough, some nice farm fresh sourdough. Right. <clears throat> Cut it in half, wow. threw the meat on there, had some lettuce and tomato and some, some of those uh, cherry hot peppers right. and a little mustard and some cheese. Damn, that sandwich was good, and it cost me like I think all the deli meat, all said and done, was like two, three bucks. And I used the self checkout, so I didn't even bother anybody other than the deli person, who wasn't doing anything anyway. And I don't understand why I even bothered. It probably was better quality than any of the shit I was going to get from Subway anyway. Mm-hmm. So right, lesson learned. There you go. I like it. You're growing. Yeah, it was it was a good week for. <laughs> for that kind of stuff so growing as a person and my poor brother-in-law because he like depends on fast food you know and he was talking about how shit was getting bad (laughs) he was like i waited like 40 minutes just to get fucking panda express and there was like three people in line and i was like Uh, yeah fast food's just getting bad man like Mm -hmm. 
I said, you need to start learning how to cook or like just make cold shit at home. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but uh, start buying frozen like uh, P.F. Chang shit. <laughs> I don't know. You need to do something else. So, but uh, and let's see. Other than that, um, one last thing, movie thing. So, you know, I've been on a movie kick. I've been watching movies. Yes. I think you will be familiar with these movies. I just don't know how you feel about them. Uh, the uh, the classic 1986 film might have been 87, starring Kiefer Sutherland, The Lost Boys. You familiar uh, with that film? Good. I love The Lost Boys. All right, yeah. That oh, was, and the Corys uh, are of course in it. But that that was a big deal when it came out. I was a teenager when that came out, mm-hmm. and that was uh, that was um, that hit like um, all the right chords for the era, right? It had like the cool the cool vampires right mm-hmm. that we liked as guys because they were like cool as shit right they had like well, two had of them earring. looked like they were in poison and there's Kiefer yeah, Sutherland awesome. with the cross earring yeah, yes, yeah and, then earring, the, and then Bill clothes. the guy who played Bill from Bill and Ted they had the cool clothes mm-hmm. you know in and they were like they were cool as shit but then the women also liked them because they were in all the Team Beat magazines and there was posters <laughs> of them That's in true. every mall yeah. store like they were fucking everywhere the Corys were hot. Yep. And then uh, Corey Feldman's totally overselling his part as Edgar Frog. Both of them were like the fucking top of their game. And oh, that, yeah. Uh, that movie's funny when you watch it. I mean, that is an 80s ass, <laughs> 80s movie, all the way to a shirtless buff guy playing the saxophone. Oh, my God. Time. That's the part everyone remembers. And for good Missed. reason. I am the, the biggest regret I ever have was that I never got to see someone oiled up like a professional wrestler yes. playing a polished saxophone at a beachside little gathering on the boardwalk. Oh, my yep. God. That's living. When, <laughs> when we were teenagers and watched that, didn't bat an eye fit right into the 80s we didn't bat an eye we were just like yep that's what a beach party in california must be like i mean that movie is so 80s that uh had family video not been around when my daughter was growing up she wouldn't Mm -hmm. have had uh, not that she watched this with us it was my wife and i watching it but she doesn't know what a video store is and for that matter like comic book shops are pretty rare you know Mm -hmm. fuck i mean in my daughter's age the boardwalk's barely a thing like but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yeah, how was... opposite to 2021 it is. Michael's going everywhere. He'll literally do anything to get a job. <laughs> oh yeah. Meanwhile, there's help wanted signs up and down every single store I walk into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah. So watch that movie. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, still movie. as good as I remember. Um, oh yeah. And just enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I've been inkling to watch that movie again for, for some yeah, I, bespoke reason, but, but my buddy that I used to like, you know, ride my bike over his house every day and hang out his older sister. And she was only like a, a like two years older than me. Mm-hmm. But, um, I remember she had one of those fucking door posters <laughs> back in the Hell day. Yeah. Go spences, and it was supposed to go in the back of your closet door or something, but yep. it would be the whole size of the door. And I just remember it was, um. I think it was um, Keith Sutherland, but it was one of the vampire guys. He was all vamped out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It was from the movie, and it was like fucking. It was pretty funny. I was, well, no, because there's two posters. There's like Kiefer Sutherland playing it cool, and then mm-hmm. there's also the one where he's all vamped out right after they kill oh. Marco. Uh, yeah, Marco no, this being was the just, Bill and Ted guy, but yeah, this was just a cool ass like leather Slick look. is airing, and you know. 
again, that movie was super popular when it came out. <laughs> Those guys were everywhere. Oh, I know. Everywhere. And, and uh, so, yeah, so I watched that. Um, <clears throat> it's a great film. But uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, and back when I had bought it, I had gone into uh, wherever it was. I think it was Best Buy. It might have been Walmart, though. Believe it or not, I end up getting some some random movies at Walmart. Um, and I went to go buy The Lost Boys, and right next to it was a three-pack, which had The Lost Boys, The Lost Boys 2, which I think was called The Tribe, and The Lost Boys 3, which was called The Thirst. And to my shock, Corey Feldman's in all of them, like as a regular <laughs> character. So that tells you the state of that guy's career. Um, mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, and and I I say that as a Corey Feldman fan, but let's face mm-hmm. it, he didn't he didn't do m- much too strong other than like Bordello of Blood and a couple other movies, and those are cult hits. Um, but of course, in his teen years, he was great. But but after the eighties, kind of ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and so I remember, I think the Lost Boys was like you know. When I went to go buy it, it was like seven ninety nine. But if I had bought the three pack, the three pack was nine ninety nine. So I was like, okay. But I never watched them. And I, this will come as no shock to you when I say, don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my Yeah, I mean, God. Uh, yeah, I don't really have an interest on that one. They do. Uh, in the Eagles. sequel, though, they have Angus Sutherland, which... Th- do you know who Angus Sutherland is? Angus Sutherland? Yes. Is that a little brother? <laughs> so, yeah, believe it or not. But, like, when we say little brother, we're like little half-brother. Donald Sutherland, his dad, like mm-hmm. married some young ass chick <laughs> and had a oh, bunch shit. of kids with her. And so they're all keepers, like half kids, half siblings. Nice. And so Angus Sutherland is this like supermodel hot half brother of Kiefer Sutherland's. <laughs> and he's in this movie. And uh, he's, it's funny because they, they have all these callbacks to the original movie down to like, Everyone's got, um, I, I think the, the um, like they do callbacks to David and all that stuff. And they do callbacks to like the uh, Santa, um, is it Santa Clara, Santa Carla? I think it might be Santa Carla. But anyway, mm-hmm. they do callbacks to the cave systems and everything like that. Um, and they even have um, the lead characters have the same last name as uh, Sam and Michael do. Emerson, em- Emerson, I think it is. Hmm. And... But none of it's explained. Like, they, they just have the last name. We don't hear anything about Sam or Michael or anything. They don't mention that they're family or anything. And, huh. uh, they, and, and yeah, so uh, just in case you're wondering, the second movie is basically The Lost Boys, but surrounding surf culture. And they're all former Billabong surfers and stuff like that. And uh. and it's very Point Break-esque, but it was made in 2008. So it's like way past when Point Break was in its prime. And it stars a lot of people who are in the OC. Um, and then the next movie comes out in like 2011. And uh, it's about ravers, of course. So the thirst <laughs> is a drug that um, they're giving oh, to mean, ravers across the, oh, the globe and mean, recruiting vampires. You mean Blade? Yeah, actually, now that you say that, yeah, they ripped off Blade, Blade, but it wasn't nearly (laughs) as fun. Um, Okay. And, you know, A for effort, I get, and of course, you know, I had to look it up, right? I was like, how did this do? Of course, it sold like gangbusters. I guess um, The Tribe and The Thirst were both direct to home video. Right, right. But they were, they sold each like 5 million copies 
Wow. On DVD and stuff, which like only further proved because I, I can't remember who the director is. He's very well known and he's done a lot of stuff. Let me look it up real quick because his name always escapes me. Here we go. Um, do, 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 do. Joel Schumacher. And he's done a bunch of stuff, right? You know? Okay. Um, and people always joke because he was supposedly like a big Batman fan and then he did Batman Forever. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. This was during his time where he did like falling down, you know, and like St. Elmo's fire and all that stuff. So, you know, like he was in his prime during this. But Joel Schumacher famously was like, don't make this fucking movie. Like he looked into a sequel because of how popular The Lost Boys was and he considered making a sequel, but they never could agree on what it should be about. And so when he found out about this, he told Warner like, don't do it. And they were like, well, you can't stop us. And then of course it sold 5 million copies, which just, they were like, pfft. Why wouldn't we? Prince money. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so Watch the Lost Boys wasted three hours watching the sequels, but the original's still good. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you seeing it. Even if you're not huge into vampires, it mm-hmm. is this weird 80s homage. And I think the best way to put it is a lot of people said it was the Goonies, but vampires. And that I can see the No, they're nothing alike. Never mind. Um, but it was this like great 80s snapshot that uh, that just really, I think it just, to me, it seemed to capture the pop culture. And I was like five, but like I was old enough to know what the pop culture was at that time, especially because I was like an avid Nintendo fan and stuff. Like, I think it did. That's That's what that time period was like. Like, that's just what life was like back then. <laughs> I don't know if you agree, but... <laughs> Yeah. The Lost Boys just going yeah. to the video store, you know, going around. Things were simple yeah. back then. They were. I mean... Michael gets an ear piercing and it's a big deal. And I do remember when my buddy at nine got an ear piercing and it was mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah, I remember when I got my ear pierced. Yeah. I was with my brother, my older brother and all his friends and I was in the mall. And they mm-hmm. dared me to do it. They thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Sitting in a kiosk in the middle of a mall. Getting it done. Oh, the last thing I will mention is the one thing the sequels do so obligatorily, like I had to laugh each time it happened, was there is a random sex scene in every movie where the la- the head vampire has sex with some random girl who's the lead character that, of course, the, the male lead who ends up killing them all is always trying to stop the girl from having sex with the vampires, you know? Mm. And... Um, it uses that same like Lost Boys theme song that plays when Michael sleeps with Star in the first movie, and it was yeah with the kids singing and and like but like it's a it's a big like eighties power ballad like it starts and it's like you know it, he I don't even know the lyrics but he's like you know like yeah, the moon will rise yeah. you know and it's like real serious. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what they're saying but and they do of- they're like bible bible verses of like the commandments or something mm. but um the, uh, but of course like with each movie they get some new metal like band you've never heard of they never even got anybody known but they always did like what they even do nowadays where it's like that new goth industrial like butt rock mm-hmm. like new metal version of the song right, right, right. <laughs> just every time and the fact that they kept reusing it in each movie i'm like my god because you know that's probably popular but still somebody uh, somebody, somebody gets goosebumps <laughs> every time they play they it. It. <laughs> um 
But I and and the last thing I will say is I do actually have the CD. I went up and looked it up. I still have it. I have the CD of the Lost Boys soundtrack. It's it's actually quite a good soundtrack. Um, and best song on that soundtrack, if you have Spotify or something and you don't want to go dig up the CD, is a song called Lost in the Shadows. It is a fantastic song. And Trees, it's the song where when um, when David's talking to Michael, if you've never seen The Lost Boys, I'm sure you love that I'm just referring to characters by name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when Kiefer Sutherland tells uh, whoever plays Michael, who I, I know that actor, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. When he tells him to follow them and they're going to go recruit him, it's that mm-hmm. song that plays when they're all on their dirt bikes, like heading down to the caves. <laughs> yeah. It's so dope. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Also, in the, in the subtitles, they refer to those guys at the bonfire that they kill as surf mm-hmm. Nazis. Yeah. Man, that's a term that only existed from like 1985 to 1990. They, like, <laughs> I'll be honest, if my memory is right, they they did look like uh, surf Nazis. They, they were just that. They were wearing like if you look carefully, yeah, they've got like the army. They were boots skinheads, and right? They, they were like skinheads. Most of them were skinheads. One guy's got a mohawk, and they mohawk. all have like swastika, like yes, they, they have yeah. random Nazi stuff on them. Like one guy's wearing a, a tank top, where if you look carefully, it's got the swastika on it and stuff. They are true blue surf Nazis. Um, yeah, but and, uh, yeah, cleaning up the trash. Vampires cleaning up the trash. That's right. So anyway, oh, that was boy. my uh, my fun filled uh, <laughs> for you week of pop culture and um, yeah. interacting with society. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my uh, you know what? <clears throat> I I spread myself thin on the weekend, and then it's been just recovering ever since. Which was I had. Saturday I had to work, right? And then um, I worked. I got out a half an hour early out of work on Saturday because I had two, Fred, two uh, birthday parties for my son to go to. Damn. Two in one day. Both of them started at 3 p.m. One of them, uh, we got invited a long time ago. You know, like we got the invite from the little... His little friend, his little That's girl, the responsible Casey. friend, yeah. Right, and so we got, so we had that one pinned on the fridge. We're going. That's the good one. And then, like, uh, you know, a week prior, like uh, his other buddy Cooper, his mom just decided, like, yeah, I guess we'll have a party <laughs> the same day. And we were, you know, what I mean, one of those mothers, like, uh, yes. And we were like, well, we already have like a prior commitment, but they're like best friends, so we're like, but we will. Swing by after, you know what I mean? Like we, we you know, mm-hmm. this one's our priority, and because uh, we committed, we, you know, blah blah blah, and so that's how that went. So I had to leave work, came home, changed my boots to my sneakers, you know, <laughs> fucking cleaned up real quick, out the door, um, and the parties couldn't have been more different. This one was. Uh, the the parents are very well off, like okay. we'll put it that way. We'll say the fa the the husband. Like I don't want to get into stereotypes. So sure. Let's say the the husband is more well off. Okay. Than what the wife does. Right? Okay. So mm-hmm. the wife sort of is One around may more. One use the archaic sorta, term of breadwinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So, putting words in his on, mouth. Let's slow down here, friends. Slow down. All right. Relax. And um, so um, and I don't like the guy. Okay. Uh, he 
Let's just say are. my 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 wife's ex-husband, the father of my, my stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just say they have the same vibe. And gotcha. you know, I've talked to you about the the, the ex the ex wife's ex. He he wasn't a, a good good fella. You know, he's a yes. he's a rich, spoiled guy, kind of a sociopath, uh, pain in my side, uh pain in his daughter's side. And all around, kind of like, you know, he he wasn't the most uh, gentle fella with with the women. Mm. A, he, you know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. One of those I are, see where we're going with this. Yes. yes. Uh, and he's a he's a real short fella. So this oh, husband, okay, you know, he's a short guy. He sort of has that 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 syndrome. What's what's that called? Short man syndrome, Frank. Yeah, little man syndrome, LMS. Yeah, little, my my weeder dog has syndrome. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> He's got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> so we've always said that this guy kind of resembles and has the same sort of personality. So I, I don't really care for the guy because it's like it's like I don't relate to his world. Mm-hmm. And all he has to talk about, like every time you're with him, he talks about either like um, their vacation in Aruba and their mm. villa that they had and it's that kind of shit. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, but so you can imagine the house in the party was like off the chain. It was like, you know, they had inflatable houses and inflatable water slides and trampolines nice. and all, and you know, everything. And now I know most of the parents there cause this was a daycare kid. From my mm, brother's daycare, okay. so we yeah. know all the daycare parents. Yep, and we all know each other. It's like e- even the rich, the rich guy. We all know each other, sort of. And so we were there, and it was sunny, and I was having having some beers that they had, but I don't like to drink too much at a kids' party. It's weird. I get that, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think I had a like stood around with a beer or something, and that was a good time. It was a good time, despite mm-hmm. like despite the, the the husband I don't care for, and you know. Despite the stand. company, the party was fine. Yes, most of the company's great. That guy, what I like about that guy is he won't stand near me for long. Ah, because I'm I'm six four, and right. this guy is like uncomfortably short. Like it's just like <laughs> you know, like we like short, oh, that's a short guy. But this is like Jesus Christ, my son. You know, my my, <laughs> my, my son's son. gaining on you, and uh, he's four, and um, it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like you know, yeah, he'll he'll stand there for a second and then he'll just he'll he'll wander away from me. I'm just like, doesn't want to be that close to me, you know. Um, he scoots anyways, off of the ledge he was perched. He'll scoot up off. Now. He'll scoot <laughs> off. And then, and then like, besides from the few daycare parents, like the other guys that were there, they weren't. I can vibe with most people, but there's just a group that I never was. That, that that frat boy esque type vibe, mm-hmm. whatever it is, guys with backwards visors, yeah. yeah, and sunglasses on their head, like sunglasses on the visor, but not oh, on the head, and yeah. khaki shorts and boat shoes, and like uh, <laughs> you know, like a bear in the hand, and they're playing like fucking beanbag in the whole fucking game, and I'm just so like, I don't play cornhole, but I do have a tendency to be at parties. With mm-hmm. boat shoes and um, and a beer. But that's because somebody gave me boat yeah. shoes. 
and then I just wear them all the yeah. time. But yeah, but it's, it's definitely not my it's not my vibe, man. I'm just not That's from fair. that world, and I, I do my best to hang, but I'm just like ah. And then we left. We had to leave that party immediately, right at like five, and then head to another party. Whole yeah, different other vibe. Okay. Whole different, you know, whole different other Locked vibe. Into if, a keg if that, stand. If that other party was like, say, on a scale up at a nine, mm-hmm. this was down at a three. This had like oh. a half dilapidated, okay. like water slide with possible hazards in the yards for the kids <laughs> to like kill themselves, and just Broken glass <laughs> people scattered. I sat with one guy on a chair. Not together, but I sat I right. sat next to him in a chair that the whole bottom was ripping out, so my ass was hanging out the bottom. And this guy was high as a kite. Like visibly like barely could talk to you. This is a kid's party, by the way. Yeah, I and know. I'm just like But that's the best part I'm, about this. Yeah. And I'm just like okay. Even dude, my my stuff though, I was like, ah What's <laughs> <laughs> going what's going on here? Yeah, what's going? What's going on here? Uh, uh, you know, and anyways, th- that was my Saturday, and that went until like nine. So like my, my Saturday was up at four thirty a.m. and it ended Saturday for you late, and then up early on Sunday for shit, and then I had another party to go to on Sunday. So uh, we we went to a birthday party. That's why I brought the rest of my. Um, my campfire s'mores. I brought this little cooler. I the only cooler I could grab on the on the run out the garage because I said, you know, I am going to bring my beers. There's three of them. I, mm-hmm. There was this little tiny cooler that fit like it maybe fit a six pack if you like just stood Stuff it up right in there. Yeah. So I just I threw my three beers in it and I went there and I went to this party. Uh it was a buddy of ours. Uh, he's uh, his birthday party, and um, you know. I show up there and promptly got dismantled for my little cooler. Like I didn't even round the corner into the backyard before men and women would just cut me to shreds. This is the world I'm from, right? This is why you have to be on your toes. It's like attack (laughs) or be attacked. (laughs) And the little cooler because you brought a cooler. It was a little cooler. Oh, is it because you brought a little cooler? It was little. Like, I thought it was because like, you brought beer. Oh, it's because you brought no, a little cooler. No, it was like, so guys were just like. <laughs> They're busting implying, balls. I, I, I see the picture yes, now. Implying <laughs> stuff without implying it about my little cooler. Flat out saying it now. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck is that, man? Like, what do you got? Like, what do you got in that juice box? It's like, what are you bringing? Dude, they're like, dude, I'd rather you next time bring a cooler on wheels and just have two beers <laughs> rattling around in it. They're like, that would make me more comfortable. They're like, I can't, what we do is like, I can't even sit next to you now. Look at that thing. Like, it was brutal. I love it. And I it. took it. I took it like a man. I sat there. Right. I even, I even put my little cooler on my lap. There you go. And I held it, like, clutched it like a purse. And I just, and I drank my beers out of it and took my lumps. You know? And then when I got, I got finished my second one, I, some of them got got it back they got the heat back <laughs> from my direction <laughs> i got a little saucy but that that was a fun ass party but what what stunk was i had my i was inside you know when you get in the, the kitchen the drunk kitchen conversations when you go in to get something and there's some other drunk person in the kitchen and you just 
you end up just leaning against a counter and having a drunk conversation for like uh-huh. fucking 25 minutes. You know what I'm I saying? I know everybody about was, that. Yeah, no. yeah, everybody, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I went in there looking for a fucking, I forget what I was looking for. That's a, you know, that's how but it then my buddy's, my buddy's father, who is drunk slash uh, demented, fucking <laughs> uh, had to talk to me about something. I don't know what he was talking about. He was a truck driver, and he was talking about shit. I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's talking about. And um, I finally got out of the kitchen. I got back to it with my last beer, and I was at the fire pit, and literally cracked it, and I was about to drink it, and my daughter tapped me on the shoulder and said, we have to leave. I was like, what the fuck? What's happening now? Uh, yeah, I guess it, she had to get up early for cheerleading. Oh, okay. Which she never, which she, you know, and I was like, oh. And I'm not one of these people. I'm like, okay, got it. So I get up. Time to leave. And I had to dump a full campfire s'mores out in the mulch. Yeah, bag. in the back of your throat. Yeah, I've I've done that too. No, no. <laughs> I, just, I was dumping it. No, you got to pound no. it and then you got to get home before it kicks in. That's the game. And, and on cue, <laughs> on cue. This guy, I mean, I know him, but this guy comes out of the off the porch as I'm dumping it. He goes, "What you doing there? Dumping your beer?" He goes, "They go, bitch, you did. See, you didn't need a big cooler after all." They said, "I was like, motherfuckers." <laughs> one last one for the road. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look at that. See, you didn't even need to bring that giant cooler. Let me hold you, you down while I kick you in the balls. Yeah, uh... uh, and then, well, no, what really kicked me in the balls is the next day my my daughter didn't go to cheerleading. <laughs> of course, okay, that that was yeah, that's yeah. She decided not to go, and I was like, well, that was fun. Anyways, buddy, that that was my weekend, and, and then nothing happened. Here we are. Uh, I don't want to ramble too long. This beer is really good, and this was something about last week. I don't like to get I don't like to get saucy, saucy. on the show because then I ramble, ramble on kids' parties when there's <laughs> gaming shit out there, Fred, to talk about. Yeah, there is gaming shit, and actually, by the way, I just opened my Death by Flapjacks, and surprise, surprise. Tastes like a big maple syrup stack <laughs> of pancakes. Um, I got something to show of you. butter. Oh, yeah? Yeah, this was brought to my attention by Nintendo. And it's ironic because it's a Sega product. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. We'll you might know this me. exists, but if you don't, you will want to. Let's see. Where's our chat? There's our chat. Yeah, here we go. Oh, maybe that's not it. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Well, this like says send a message to people on the call, but I think I'll just do it in our regular chat. Here we go. Did you know about this? This specific edition of Picross. 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 What? Did you see this? What? So what Trees is looking at is Picross S Genesis and Master System Edition. What? Yeah. August 5th. 300 puzzles, oh. 150 puzzles, uh, for, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, 300 mega, 150 clip, 30 color, and 480 oh. puzzles total, 60 games featured from the Master System and Genesis. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. 10 bucks on is, the Switch. Not only that, but it's perfect art for yes. the Picross style. You're right. Yes, very much so. Because... And, when you start on Picross, the very first puzzles are real. They're big, not mm-hmm. big as in a lot of squares, but they, you know, there's only ten blocks, so all the pictures are right. super crude. So it makes sense. You can start with some crap Master System games, and as they get more complex, ten dollars. Yep, and trees. 
Sega knows how to roll this. They they made a website for it, and it tells you all the games that are in there. And you Wait, will not a big, be disappointed. Uh, there's a big pre-order button right here. Yeah, there is. What there is. Yeah, and you can get the demo now. I don't need a demo, but yeah, there's there's a video and everything. Like it's this this had me on the edge of I my am, seat, ready to talk to you about it. <laughs> I am currently playing Pick Cross. Uh, what's the name of them? That I see him. I just <laughs> the say Pick Cross S's. Yeah, it's Pick Cross S three. I think I'm playing. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure why they're called S. Maybe because they're on the Switch. I think so. So, but, but I saw this and I was like, "This is incredible." Um, so, when yeah, else are you going to find a, uh, a a game that pays homage to Quartet? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, or Enduro Racer for that fact. Um, so, boom! Pre-order yeah. has been placed. Thank you. You're welcome. So, I will definitely be playing that. Um, as soon as I get back, the game, of course, comes out the day I leave on my vacation. You don't play Picross, though, do you? Nope. I'm about to start. <laughs> it's addicting. Right. It's addicting. Well, this this sold me. That that whole... You know, I have played the Zelda Picross, um, but it was like a special Zelda thing you got when Club Nintendo first hit America. Like mm-hmm. It was just one of the first bonuses. I bet it's still the cheapest bonus out there. It's like 100 coins or something. You download it on your 3DS. And so I know how to play Picross, but it's not that complicated. Um, but that one was only like a handful of puzzles. Like I want to say like 20 or 30, which I know sounds like a lot, but if you play Picross, like that's not, you'll burn through it pretty fast. Mm-hmm. It's, so. it's funny because if, if you have Nintendo um, online, Mm-hmm. In the Super NES collection, yeah, there's like a Japanese Mario Picross in there. That oh, really? You can play. And it's all in Japanese. You gotta like fumble through the menus to like get puzzles to work, like figure out how to start them. Right. But um, I play that once in a while on my uh, Switch. But it's hard to read because you know it's like shrunken down, and then there's so many like side like jargon, you know, numbers and blah blah blah. The, the actual puzzles off to the side. You know what I'm saying? Like. The puzzles don't on the old Super Nintendo one. The puzzles don't fill the screen. It's like right. the screen has all nonsense around it. You know what I mean? And then you then you look at little squares, and of course it's Super Nintendo, so it's like not as sharp as like a Switch game. But I play it once in a while. But it's <laughs> like the first level is all like it's all like um, Japanese uh, like, like letters or yes and <laughs> stuff like that. So it's stuff you don't know what it is anyways. Even when you complete it, you're like I don't know what that is, but. I'm addicted. I love Picross, man, to to death. And I'm Picross S3. I just finished the regular puzzles. I finished the like you unlock when you work through the regular puzzles. You unlock these uh, collage like pictures mm-hmm. where you do these little Picross pieces, and then at the end they all combine to make one big giant portrait. Uh, so I, I completed the regular puzzles and that. And so now I'm on to the Mega Picross, which is like different rules. You know, I mean, the numbers are like mm-hmm. uh, mashed together or something. And then after I finish all those, um, they have Picross color puzzles. Yes. That use yes. Color coding. So, I mean, there's a, and those are only like $8 or something when you buy them. 
seven yeah, they're bucks. normally ten. They're all on sale right now. They're always on sale. Like every time yeah. you look, they're okay. either seven. But I mean, if you're a pick cross person, those things are like well worth. Yeah, I hear bucks, they are. Even if yeah. they're ten bucks, like there's a lot there, and it's like people who do Sudoku. Like for me doing them, like I just think it's good for you. <laughs> it's good for your brain to there always yeah, keep working on something. So. Things, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a Lord of the Nazarick pick cross. I have that. Oh yeah, I have that. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of fucked up Nintendo pick cross. I have one that's like, I don't know. It's like these little anime characters. I've, uh-huh. I've bought a couple. And um, <laughs> oh, is this what you got? You got the kimono friends? <laughs> yes, I got that one. <laughs> this is fantastic. Yeah, I have a bunch of fucked up ones, man. But I yeah, never so- finished them either because it never is like compelling is just the plain ass right go through it you know like you realize like i don't need story i have one called picto land i believe it's called okay yeah i see that you move move across a grid and you actually like as you do pick cross puzzles it's like you're doing damage to enemies like and they're doing damage to you and stuff depending on time it makes no sense it's dumb there's items But really but I will say that that Sega one just because it lends itself so well yes. to pixel art, like yeah, yeah. I hope that I hope they do that, keep that trend going. I'd like to see other Neo Geo fucking pick cross. There you go. Hey, Neo Geo Pocket Color games are on the Switch now, so that is totally yeah. possible. SNK yeah. will do it. Hopefully, that that would be fun, man. Everybody out there, buy these Sega ones because maybe that'll prompt for another type of yeah if you if you've never tried to pick cross it it's um it's easy to learn like when they take you for the through the first steps you're like oh okay and then it ramps up pretty quick but your brain latches on to the um it's like when you used to play minesweeper right mm-hmm. the old minesweeper and you realize how corners work and stuff like your brain just you Goes see it gaps. it starts you to, see everything yeah. a mile away and the same with Picross. you understand like when you see certain numbers and certain combinations, you know kind of where it goes. And, it's like and the stuff, Matrix. So. It's something, man. <laughs> so anyway, I figured you'd like to see that. So Yes, it's awesome. All right. Well, then I guess we'll switch into games. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first and have you wrap up, or do you want to just take it? I don't want you to go first. We'll switch it up this week. All right. I'm always pressing crazy. you at the end. You're always getting pressed at the end of the show because I, I run my mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, well, so uh, let's see here. I, I write them down. Um, <laughs> Good boy. Yeah. First and <laughs> foremost, I finished Miles Morales. Okay. Very satisfying. Yes, okay. very much so. Um, they built that more for replayability, though. There are certain unlockables you can't get until New Game Plus, and you definitely can't get the Platinum just your first time through. So... When I beat it, I was like, okay, cool. I had done everything in it. Like, I had 100% of the city. But, uh, so all that was left was really New Game Plus. And I really like the way they pull that story together. And I look forward to seeing the next big sequel, right? That is actually going to continue that story. Uh, because, to be clear, Miles Morales is a shorter game. Um, mm. I would bet if you mainline the main story, you could do it in five hours. Straight up. Um, Hmm. I put closer to 12 to 100% it, but that tells you everything you need to know, right? Is that I 100%ed it in 12 hours. (laughs) So, um, but, uh, 
But yeah, so I, I look forward to going back to it, but I didn't want to do it right away. Like, I didn't want to just play trophy cleanup because I actually thought, and this was true of Spider-Man Remastered, like, it'll be cool to go through with New Game Plus and have most of the stuff unlocked and then just fill up that gap the next time I want, like, a refresher of that. Um, and I do think I like Miles Morales more as a Spider-Man than Peter Parker in in what they do with him. Mm-hmm. So... The other thing I did was one of the uh, one of the you have to be level thirteen, which is actually kind of middle of the road. I think I finished the game on level twenty or something. Um, but when you're level thirteen, you do unlock the Miles Morales from the Spider Verse uh, outfit, oh. and so it's amazing to be playing through the game playing yes. as the Miles Morales from the Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's just his costume. Obviously, it's the the actor who plays Miles Morales, but. There's also just more compelling characters, and maybe that's because I don't really know a lot about Miles Morales' story, and I know a lot about Peter's, so maybe that was part of it, but mm. either way, I really dig it. And uh, on the su- on a side note, it, this is definitely one of those things where it's like, if you're gonna get a PS5, definitely play it, definitely see what it's done. It looks incredible. Um, but if you're not going to get a PS5 or if you're like so many people and you're like, I just don't know when that's ever going to happen. The PS4 version has a free upgrade path. Just mm-hmm. get you a PS4 copy and play that sucker now on PS4. Like, I think it's worth it. And you can probably get it pretty inexpensive. I do not like that they were charging 50 bucks for it. That is a lot to pay for what that is. Mm. And I, I say that as a Spider-Man fan, but if you can grab that guy for 20 to 30 bucks, like grab it on PS4 and get the free upgrade path. And I think if you buy it digitally and right now PlayStation is doing a big summer sale, so you might be able to get it for that price. But if you can get it digitally, remember that upgrade path is just free on PS5. So something to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, uh, it also prompted some comic stuff trees. So then I was like, I want to read Miles Morales comics and, um, Marvel's got these things called omnibus. Omnibus is very useful for people like me who are like, I just want to focus on this one concept or character and just get every book that was there. You know, all those like times in comic books. I, I don't know how much you read comics, but you know, in comic books, they would often do like spinoffs where like you're reading in the middle of it and they're like, see this continued in like Silver Surfer 14. Mm. And you're like, fucking hell. And so these omnibuses will like literally have Silver Surfer 14 next. And if it's like just a small part of a bigger book that like, let's say it was an issue of like, Silver Surfer 14, but only like seven pages apply to this character. They'll just give you the seven pages so you can move back into that plot. Like they do a really good job of that. It's like almost curation. But for the most part, the omnibuses are like, let's take a concept and give you the whole comic book run. You know what I mean? And they're big, thick books. They're expensive. They're 125 bucks. They're big, thick, hardcover, full color, big sized books. And uh, so I looked up Miles Morales. He's got two of them, one in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, which was like an alternative universe they created, Marvel did. And then he got brought into the regular Spider-Man universe, kind of like the multiverse stuff like we saw in the movie. Um, Both real collectible, both real expensive. And of course, Miles Morales is real hot right now. And so Mm. I just decided that wasn't anything. Like I was like, it's just too expensive and it's too scattered. I just didn't know where to go with it. So I just decided to stay away from it. Like I'm not looking to spend money. And then trees as if like fate understood me. 
I get this random package. And this is because when you pre-order comic stuff, especially graphic novels and omnibuses and stuff, they make this good deal with you, especially if you use a comic shop provider, um, which is you get a pretty big discount. In my case, I think it was 35%. And when you're buying a $125 book, that's a pretty decent discount. I think I paid like 70 for it or something. Um, you have to buy them way in advance. Like for example, right now you're buying for all the releases at the end of the year or early 2022. Um, and so I had purchased and forgotten about it and it finally came in. I had purchased um, the Spider-Gwen omnibus because that is a self-contained story. All of her issues were just one series of issues in one universe and then I don't think they've continued them or if they did, this is like her main story. And it pays homage to the, that 1990s McFarlane Spider-Man where you stand there on the cover with all the webs so it's her in her Spider-Gwen outfit doing that. And I've always been curious about Spider-Gwen and I hear it's very well written and stuff like that. And of course it intermixes with Miles Morales sometimes, but she is her own universe. And so that just appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, oh my God, I bought this like six months ago and here it is. <laughs> so the timing was perfect. It scratched that itch. And now I'm looking forward to reading some, some Spider-Gwen stuff. It's 1500 pages. I think it'll keep me occupied for quite some time. Not to mention I'm reading other stuff, but, hmm. uh, but yeah, so Big Spider-Man times. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, my daughter and I sp played video games on Saturday for, or no, Sunday, I think it was, for three straight hours together. So that was fun. Um, her wow. friends who she usually plays games with are on vacation. So she wasn't able oh, okay. to game with them much. Um, so she, I just, here's how I noticed it. I was like doing my own thing. We often do our own thing, especially when she starts gaming. And I noticed her just poking around my room a lot, right? She would come down to the office and see what I'm up to. I was doing chores, uh, you know, uh, doing laundry and stuff. And she was like coming down and like asking me random questions. I'm like, she spent an awful lot of time down here. So I was like, do you want to play something? She goes, yeah. So she was always intrigued by magic. You know, we got her magic cards and stuff, but she really likes, well, she likes the look of the computer game. I don't know if she knows whether or not she likes it, but I will say that she seems more intrigued in playing magic digitally than she does tangibly, even though they're the same cards and everything. So I let her sit down and play some Magic the Gathering Arena. Uh, she had some fun with it. She played about an hour, got to play a bunch of random decks that I had created. Um, and she got to play around with a lot of the colors. She won some, she lost some. She also got to see some of those lovely cheaters and stuff like that. And somebody who is able to literally, like I can't believe Magic still has a glitch where you can like basically kill somebody's DNS entry and like they have to reestablish their internet connection. Uh, not in the whole house, just on the computer. It just basically acts like you're offline until you troubleshoot it and it resets the ethernet adapter and you're good and you can do it with command prompts also but all that stuff she goes it's just rude that one you can do it and two that people do it all the time and i was like yeah mm. people are just people are jerks the world's gonna be yeah. the, how the world's gonna be but ultimately she had fun and then we started playing it takes two we've been playing a lot of it takes two trees we probably are at like eh, four or five hours in so okay We've been doing plenty. Um, that game continues to be fantastic. Um, but I will say it starts to get, um, it starts uh -huh. to up the challenge, which actually isn't a problem. I, you know, I think we've talked about this before, but one of the biggest mistakes that video game reviewers who don't reproduce, which is like most of them, um, <clears throat> make is they're like, well, I don't know if this would be good for kids. It's really hard. And they forget that like kids are better at this shit than we are. 
Like they have better reflexes and they're more diligent and they definitely have more time than we do. And so kids get good. I give my daughter fucking Dark Souls and if she liked it enough, she'd beat it. Like I know mm. she would. Like that doesn't question, I don't question it at all, you know? And think about right. you and me when we were 10, the shit we were playing. Like it's brutal. Um, so that's not the problem, but the reason I bring it up is like my wife was watching us do it and she was like, I, I couldn't coordinate with you like that. Like she goes, I play games, but not, not like hardcore like that. Like it's, I guess I would say it's more of a, a gamers co-op thing, right? They don't go lax on you, but it's a lot of fun. And I continue to be impressed with how they, they switch up the mechanics still like they keep the mechanics interesting and they keep switching them up and they do return to old mechanics, but they do it with just the right. You're never doing any one thing too much. And the boss battles, I, I got to say, are impressive. Like they make those things both challenging and very cool. Like my daughter is enjoying it every step of the way. But and we did start getting into it. I was like, no, you're the reason why the paper airplane's doing that. No, you're the reason why, you know, like, <laughs> but like without, like, we weren't at each other's throats. We were just like, right. you know, I was like, calm down. We got this. We just got to focus on it. It's no one's fault. Da, 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 da. You know, and then we die. And she goes, well, that one was your fault, dad. <laughs> you know, so, so we're having that going, but I think it's, it's just a ton of fun. And, um, trees, one thing that you may not be aware about this game, if you ever decide to play it is, um, it's, you know, you're, you're two parents. And then when your daughter transforms you, you become like her dolls. Right. So I've it's very honey. I shrunk the kids. Um, yep. it's what we wanted grounded to be right. Like, yeah. And it is, it's hilarious. Like you're, you're fighting the army veterans, squirrels and the wasps <laughs> yeah. and the bumblebees. And you're using like different things in the environment uh, that are just like large versions of, you know, and the boss battles are like vacuum cleaners, you know, I, which I think I talked about. And then the second boss trees, it's, it's a man after your own heart. It's a, it's an old toolbox that's uh, and he's pissed off. <laughs> he's very pissed off. He's been neglected and, uh, and you guys got to take him on. So they do some real slick stuff. I got to say uh, so far, I'm continuing to be enchanted and my daughter knows it's long, so we don't want to play for too long in any one stint, but I would hardly say we're, like, disenchanted by it. Like, she continues to want to go back to it. Right. So. That's good. So, yeah. Yeah. Very. Continue to be very pleased with that. Um, I'm kind of in a cyberpunk-y mood, and I should have just played cyberpunk. I don't know why right. I'm so stubborn like this. And this may end in you just getting pissed off and telling me to just get to it. But I decided to start instead replaying Deus Ex Human Revolution. <laughs> okay. The 360 game. I like that game. Mm-hmm. And the one thing, and I continue to like that game. I still like it. It's great. Um, the one thing that's different about it um, this time for me is the first time I played it, I, I was True Blue Stealth. Don't kill anyone, pacifist, stealth. Okay? Right. This time, I go into everything with a tranquilizer gun and like a either a silenced pistol or a full-blown automatic weapon and unlike the last time last time i would try to navigate a room and if i was seen i would save. like i would constantly be saving and then i'd save scum back to before i was seen and then try to navigate it again this time nah it's full-blown immersive sim i try to take people out and then when one guy sees me i'm like oh shit okay here we go firefight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I 
end up spraying the whole room. Like, I'm not going to lie. Um, there was an achievement for that game, for beating the game without killing anybody. Like, and I have it, so there's no need to go get it again. So <laughs> I was going to get – I was getting that, and I was going through – I remember it was like like in a city, a city street or something, mm-hmm. but I was like coming out of like <clears> – <throat> it wasn't like a vent, but I rolled through like a vent, and I came out, and there was a woman walking, and it like I knocked her over or something, and it like <laughs> killed her. And I said, I surely I didn't kill her. Like I said, maybe it knocked <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, right. Because I was just like rolling through the environment. I wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I beat the game, did not get that achievement. I was I was like livid. I knew it was that too. I was like. Yeah, because it says me? don't kill anyone other than the bosses. Because the bosses yes. you have to. They make you kill the bosses. Yeah. But yeah. And yeah, I was rolling through like a brick wall. Like it was like a little thing you had to like go under or something. But what? you had to roll or do what you'd slide or whatever the fuck I was doing. And so you do just have like by. a cover to cover thing where he does this crazy acrobatic roll. <laughs> something, I did something and it knocked someone over and killed and it killed him. I could see that. I could see that. I was and so angry. I don't know if you remember, but that was why I initially and continued to hate on Dishonored was because I tried to do that pacifist run and there was a uh, I did a side mission where you can't get at you can't complete the side mission without killing someone, but you don't know that in advance. So like if you're doing mm. a pacifist run, you just need to know not to do that side mission. And there may be a way to do it without killing someone, but like it was glitched or something. So like you had like a one in 10 shot. And anyway, I got real frustrated by that. I think maybe someday I'll go back through Dishonored and um, mm-hmm. and just roll with it like this. Because I'll tell you, <clears throat> and where I'm at in the game, I'm about four hours in. Um, which if you don't recall that game and I don't blame you, it's been a long time for most people. You start off and you just have like, you're just Jensen, you're getting there and, and you, you and your, your wife at the time or, or no, your girlfriend at the time are like heavy developers. And then there's a break in and you basically nearly die. And so you get augmented so that it saves your life. And so you're now working security for the same company and you're sent in because they're trying to steal some plans and it's your first mission. It's like a prequel mission mm-hmm. and you're sent in there and you're trying to save some hostages and also you get to the end. It's like getting you acquainted. But if you're trying to do it without being seen and not kill anybody and save everything, like do everything, that mission can be very long. That mission can be two hours or 10 minutes, depending on how you want to do it. Um, and, uh, and then the second, mi- uh, you, then you're left on the streets and you can do side stuff and whatnot. And then there is the second mission, which is, uh, you know, again, a little bit more, I think there's only like four or five missions, but like each one's very lengthy. Uh, I mean, it's lengthy, even if you play it like a gun game, but like, especially if you play it stealthy and I gotta say, like just playing through it, just willy nilly, like I'm cool silencing people. I'm cool killing people. Like, it's different, but not bad. Like I'm having fun with it and I'm getting through it faster. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give this a go. It's, I'm, I'm having fun with it. We'll see how long I stick with it. I I remember that game. I remember I was, um, I don't know what environment I was in, but there was almost like, um, I, I remember being like, um, <clears throat> like to me, it felt like a college dorm or something. You could go in rooms and there was like bunk beds <laughs> and off it. Right. And <laughs> yeah. under one of the bunks, like it's like a throwaway piece of like fucking wall, like art or whatever, which you probably would never even notice because it's like blurry. Mm-hmm. When you get close to it, it's, it's like blurry and pixelated. Hey, do you know what I'm talking about? But there's a poster under one one bed, or it's like I don't know if it's repeated, 
but I, I remember I took a screenshot of it. Uh, and it was I'm like not the sure Trouble War Minnesota. Okay. But it said like it said like Final Fantasy like seventeen. Oh <laughs> yes, okay. So I don't know the yes. number, but it was like Final Fantasy and some. This is in it the was offices. a number which was yes. This is in yes, it, Jensen's it was, office it, or his uh, or his house. There's a poster of like Final Fantasy twenty seven or something. Yes, it's a, it's a number that was. Hilarious at the time, but not so hilarious now. Yeah, <laughs> now that we have sixteen on the horizon, yeah. But oh no, did I lose you? So like, oh, there you are. Okay. Background art that, like, when you just get close to it, it's it's not fully done. Like, it's pixelated. Like, it's not supposed to be like you know, supposed to be that close to it. You know, it was just like a throwaway thing. And uh, it's either in Jensen's was- area or it's in that first facility you go through. It's like there's just- like offices. I just, yeah, I just remember it being like a bunk bed. Yeah, and it might it, it must show up in other parts of the game. Yeah, there are different areas. I mean. Like I'm in the street level areas mm-hmm. right now, where you're just navigating the streets and you can do side right. stuff. So pretty, um, pretty funny though. I remember yeah. that was funny when I saw it. You know? Well, and my goal is to play this and then move on to Mankind Divided. Not you know me, I'm not playing games back to back on their sequels, no. but like slowly work my way through that. And then cyberpunk. And when I get to cyberpunk, I'm hoping it'll be early 2022 and they'll either have the next gen update or I'm just going to roll with it. I'm just going to play whatever's available. I've got the Xbox version sealed still in my mm-hmm. box. I paid 15 bucks for it, whatever. Um, and then last but not least, I've been playing the most of what I've been playing this week is Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. Oh. Yeah, so if you remember, I bought that. And, um, uh, oh my God, Trees, does this leave a bad first impression, especially if you haven't played Call of Duty in a while. And I don't mean the campaign. Um, so I get the game, right? And I install it. And I immediately have to download 193 gigs. <laughs> <laughs> That game is over 200 gigs on your hard drive, which if you have a Series X, that's out of like 803 gigs or whatever. Um, I had space, so it's no big deal, but that's a big game, right? Yeah. And you launch it. Now, again, that's the Series X version. So real quick, just I mentioned it last time, but I'll mention it again. There are two versions out there and they look identical. There is the cross-gen version, which costs 70 bucks, and then there is the Xbox One version, but the Xbox One version says Series X on the cover as well, and it has the exact same box art. The only thing that differentiates them is their price, and the Series X one, the cross-gen bundle, which also says Xbox One and Series X on it, has in the upper right-hand corner a little x Optimize sticker, and I think that's required by Microsoft, for these companies that do, like it's on companies that do both. Like for example, when you buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it's mm-hmm. just a version of the game. No matter what version of the game you have, if you put it in an Xbox, it will smart deliver the Series X version if you're on that console. And the same is true on PlayStation 4. If you just put Assassin's Creed Valhalla PlayStation 4 disc into a PS5, it goes, you're on a PS5, would you like to up?" grade it to the PS5 version and you can get it, right? So this is for the people like Activision who decided to sell two different versions and literally make it so that you can't upgrade the 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 other versions. And so um, lots of people bought Call of Duty Black Ops 
uh, Cold War. That's a lot of different things. I'm just going to call it Cold War. <laughs> Lots of people bought Cold War. Yeah. Not knowing what version they had. They have Series Xs, but they bought the Xbox One version. And the way you can tell is, one, the size is significantly smaller. Like, mine's 200, uh, it's 193 to 200 something gigs. Whereas the Xbox One version is like 140 or something. Mm-hmm. The other thing is um, you'll see in the content before you even start up the game, but when you start up the game, it calls it out as well that uh, there's ray tracing content and like the ray traced assets are like 10 gigs. And there's also like the Series X assets and they're like 60 gigs. And so you can see hints that you've got the upgraded version. I think also when you put the disc in right away, no, actually with that one, it doesn't do the upgrade thing. With a lot of games like Valhalla, if you haven't put it in yet, Trees, when you first put it in, it's going to say, would you like to upgrade this? And it's like, yes, no. It's kind of weird because you're like, why would I say no? And you shouldn't. And so right. you just say yes. And it, it'll it tell you it's got to download a massive amount. But the reason it does that is because it downloads the Series X version and ignores the content that's on the disc. Because the content mm. that's on the disc is the Xbox One version. So that's what's actually going on with like Valhalla right. and various other games. So anyway, I get all this stuff installed. And I start it up. And before you even get to the main menu trees, it goes... Hi, you need an Activision account in order to play this. <laughs> yes, and it do. goes, this allows you to carry your progress across different platforms like PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but what if I don't care about that? And it says, it's also required to play online. <laughs> okay. So I look up and sure enough, in my password spreadsheet, I have an Activision <laughs> yeah. account. Yep. Right, I'm hand-given it. It's like, here's the email address, here's the username. Um, so I was like, cool. So I typed it into the login, and it goes, login failed. Mm. The fuck? So then it goes, or it goes, it, you can either, right, reset your password on the website, or you can just sign up for a new one. I said, okay, I signed up for a new one, put in a different email address, and it goes, uh, that failed. That's not a valid email address. And I'm like, what the hell? And you're just stuck. You can't move forward. And if you proceed forward in online mode, you ready for this, or in offline mode, I proceeded forward in offline mode just to see what this did. You can't get online and play multiplayer. It's grayed out. So is Zombies. So is Warzone. Everything's grayed out. And it says you can't use it. And if you play the campaign, it says that like certain milestones and challenges are unavailable to you for campaign. Hmm. And I'm like, this is like a totally nerfed version of the game. So I did some research, and I'm going to answer this for anyone who's out there so you don't have to deal with this, okay? Ooh, I heard that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no, um, <laughs> so here's what, here's what you can do to solve this, Trees. And this is just in case you ever plan on getting Cold War. Maybe you never do. But I still really love the Call of Duties. And to jump ahead real quick, this is no exception. This is a good campaign. Um, but... Uh, but what I found out was this is a known glitch and it, it plagues everyone on consoles. That mm. is a PC front end that they sideloaded haphazardly into the console. And because we're in the time of COVID, people can do a shit job and it's totally fucked. And like nobody cares, right? Nobody talks about it. And the games journalists don't talk about it because I don't think they had this problem. I think they were like pre-set up. You know what I mean? I don't remember anyone talking about this when we... Uh, first went live, uh, like when it first came out. But no. 
All you got to do, it's real simple, is just quit out of the game, um, get on a PC, like an actual computer, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is log into the Activision website, or if you have... Um, if you have a Blizzard account, like a Battle.net account, you can use that instead. Just log into it and link your Xbox profile or your PlayStation profile if you're playing on PlayStation. Just link your profile. What it does is it takes you to the Xbox login page or the PlayStation page. You log in and then you you say it's okay for it to link that profile. And then the moment you get into it on your console, it skips all that login shit. It just automatically works. Hmm. everything worked clear as day it even detected that i owned uh modern warfare the infinity ward one from last year and it goes yeah we've moved your stuff over um which is really interesting actually because i bought modern warfare as well and if i install it trees this is what was cool on the main page of black ops of uh cold war i can access the campaign and multiplayer of modern warfare if it's installed and because i originally had it on pc i beat the campaign once on pc and did all my multiplayer leveling up on pc that all carries over so that is the plus side to all this bullshit Mm -hmm. um it's kind of cool now granted to have modern warfare installed i have to put in another like 105 gigs or something so it's gonna be a sizable two-pack but it's cool and honestly I played a couple rounds of multiplayer, and aside from just the little social stuff, like uh, the fact that the most popular um, clan out there is Clan Trump, which, whatever, <laughs> Clan Trump is in every single one of them, and there's a lot of like really terrible, we don't need to get into it, but really terrible, think about what people would use as their clan tags or their you know, names or just the random, you know, Gerstmann's talked about it if you listen to Giant Bomb, just the random weed freaks that like just play around online and just look like idiots. Mm-hmm. They're all there. Um, but that that's neither here nor there. The level design, I just don't love. A lot of the multiplayer combat areas are just not great. <laughs> and it is definitely like gone back to the days of where it's a pure camp and man's game. Like, basically, everyone spawns, they run over to camp areas, all five of them spread out in the perfect spot that they know they need to, and they just sit there and wait. Mm. And you can either stand still and nothing happens, or you can go out there and get shot. And it's fine. (laughs) Like, I wasn't frustrated, but I was like, "Mm, okay, this isn't as fun. Modern Warfare was different. They had all these different ways where you could, like, get, like, grenades into weird areas or get the higher ground on somebody or sneak around and stuff. And which is last year's game. And I think that's yeah. why more people are playing the modern warfare, like team Deathmatch and stuff like that mm-hmm. than the uh, cold war one. So, and I was looking, I think I can uninstall the multiplayer for cold war. And I think it frees up like 50 gigs. So I might Maybe. uninstall the multiplayer and then install modern warfare. So I've got access to that campaign and multiplayer and do mm-hmm. that. Um, I also want to play with around with zombies, but I didn't get around to it. I don't love the zombies mode, but it's there. I should play with it. Anyway, hmm. the campaign. I, oh, sorry. I was saying I, I, I burned myself out last year with Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Like I played like a lot of that with my friend. Okay. So it's like Cold War wasn't even like something I like even like. Like I burned myself out on, on 
I remember you guys played Warzone 2 for a while. And then we started playing Warzone 2 and we got all into that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm um that's why I, like I did a complete shift in like games I was playing in the last year just cuz I I played so much of that that I was like kind of done with the military shoot shoot <laughs> <laughs> run around. Well and and like, stuff, you know. Yeah, no shocker here. Um Warzone is by far the most popular mm-hmm. like, mode. It's um, good. It's very good. Um That's why I don't like it, but it's very good. I can acknowledge yeah. that. Um, yeah. But uh, so anyway, so the campaign. So I'll talk about the campaign real quick. First of all, it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. Um, and it's Cold War era. I've always dug Vietnam stories a lot. And um, you're not always doing Vietnam. The The whole game initially takes place in 1981. Um, and it's your real CIA, you know, black ops kind of stuff. Um, which I like about it. And they, they kind of switch up the gameplay. But at, at its core, it is traditional Call of Duty. Um, the first mission in particular pissed me off a lot, but the rest of them didn't. And the reason it pissed me off a lot was, like, they want you to hunt down, like, this one guy. And when you find him, and he runs away from you, and you shoot him, you fail because of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then your enemy AI, or your your sorry, your partners just love going where you are. Like there were so many times where like I was like blasting dudes, and then one of my teammates, like my you know my AI companions, just walked in front of a live firing assault rifle. Like why? Who knows? But they did. Yeah. Or I'll throw a grenade, and they'll like go over there to investigate. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's like mother. What was that sound? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. And so ran into that a lot. Uh, the first mission didn't give me the greatest first impression, but since then I've played, I think I'm getting pretty close to the end of the campaign, given where things are. I want to say I'm like 12 or 13 missions in. Um, and, uh, and it's been really good. Um, hmm. and the Vietnam mission was, was, much better than they have been, but they make you do a lot of just, you know, the random shit. Like you're in a chopper with a Gatling gun and stuff like yeah, that yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, rockets, yeah. but they, they have you do all kinds of different things. It's a call of duty campaign. Um, you gotta, ha- you gotta have that stuff. Yeah. They tried to complicate it a little bit too much. Like you get side missions, but the side missions require you to have evidence, which you only collect by finding it in later levels. So it's like, what are we doing here, guys? Like, you've made Call of Duty complicated, and it shouldn't mm. be. And I know right. there's history with that. Like, remember in Black Ops 2, you could, like, pick different tracks to, like, uh, go on missions and stuff like that. But there was never, yeah. like, evidence you had to decipher and a puzzle you had to do before you could get in there. They've added, like, lock picking, and it's not a great lock picking minigame. You know, they've added stealth. And let me tell you how Call of Duty handles stealth. Ugh. Um, it's not great. It's not bad, yeah. but it's not great. Am I crazy? Or did one of the Call of Duty games have um, where you would have to cl- uh, protect like a radar? <laughs> and you would like, like there was like a side mode, right? Am I crazy? It was like a side mode, but you would like. I don't. I um, think. Are you talking a multiplayer thing or a single player thing? I swear it was single player. It was like as you were playing the campaign. Oh, that's Black Ops Two. Yeah, 
Okay. And you then had to it would see be like, how like things were progressing overall. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, we got to go protect this radar. And it turned into this weird thing where you'd place soldiers down. And then I don't yeah. know. I can't remember. It was like yeah, a weird. It was strategy, during that time of like Assassin's thing. Creed Brotherhood where you would send yeah, automated yeah. things out there. And I think yeah, you could even interact with a mobile app, but you didn't have to. You could um, like. I mean, we could jump around from like soldier to soldier, whichever one was closest to the. Yeah, and it was like these yeah, little I, self-contained you had to defend little levels. Like a, you had to defend like a, a satellite dish or something. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Black you Ops had to do them. You had to do them. They yes, were like part did. of the yeah. campaign. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah, that's Black Ops Two, and you're making okay. me. I'm almost tempted to go back and play Black Ops Two. I like Black, Black Ops Three. Oh, they they. I think they were all good. Like. I've really liked all the campaign ones, but yeah, Black Ops 1 and 2 were great examples. They were mm. also great multiplayer, but now they're yeah. fucked online. Like, you can't... There's so many hackers on them. Um, but mm. I do want to go back and play those. And remember, I've not... Well, no, you don't remember, but I've never played those on Xbox, and so I get to re-unlock all the achievements and stuff. I, I gotta tell you, Trees, I've been on a kick of, like, I think I want to play through all the Call of Duties like period and they're not that long you know they're four to six hours each so you just knock one out take a week off and then go to the next one you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like i really think i want to do that i bought both of the uh i bought that infinity war uh do you remember when infinity war came out if you bought the deluxe edition you also got the call of duty remastered with it yes and i got that and i also have the call of duty 2 remastered so, which I bought, and then like a day later, it was announced it was on PlayStation pl- Plus. So at least I bought it on Xbox, but still, it's like mm, okay. Um, yeah. So, and I've never played a single Call of Duty other than two on Xbox, and so I have all the Call of Duty games on Xbox now. I traded all my PlayStation ones for Xbox ones, like back when backward compatibility had first started. And so I'm I'm real tempted to just go through them again, unlock new achievements, do everything over again, maybe yeah. try to get the Mile High Club finally. Like hmm. I never did get that. So, um, but uh, anyway, with this one, a lot of fun. One thing they do though is yeah, with those side missions and the fact that there are puzzles and hacking and all that weird stuff. Like again, there's precedence for it, but it's not great. You also have to make judgment calls. Like you get asked as like. I, I hope you don't mind me spoiling this a little bit, but there's a a sequence in the beginning where she's like, oh, my friend was kidnapped. I need you to go look into him. Here's your here's like his directions. And then when you're passing a building, it's like, oh, that's where her friend's at if you want to go in there. And you can just pass it. But I went in mm-hmm. there. And then when you get down there, he's saying things and the people guarding him are saying things and you even find a document that makes you a little suspect of him. So then you have to make a judgment call as to whether or not to let him free or kill him based off of whether you think he's good or bad. And then that comes back and bites you in the ass or helps you depending on what you did. You know, so like if you had killed him, maybe they found his body and then they knew that somebody was cleaning up after him. So they knew you were on site, but if you saved him, maybe he could help you escape at the end or something. You know what I mean? And so they do that kind of stuff and it's okay, Hmm. but it's, it's kind of weird, right? Like it, it just feels like it's overcomplicating call of duty, like for what it is. And maybe that's what people want, but I don't think so. For some reason, you tell me, like, I think I just want to run around and do crazy, like, Mm-hmm. Hollywood set piece shit and then like shoot people. Like I think that's what Call of Duty is at its core, but maybe I'm wrong. 
it's a far cry from all gillied up. I'll give you, uh, I'll say that, mm-hmm. um, which is still one of the best missions ever. Um, and that's where I think they falter is man, when you're just doing like setup sequences or what you're supposed to do in a mission or just setting up a base and like enemy spawns, they kind of skimped the details on that one. So they went out of their way putting in this new shit like stealth and making decisions. And there's even scenes where you interrogate people and you have dialogue trees. They added all that stuff, but they huh. they kind of skimped on the actual scenarios of each level. Every level's kind of samey. Hmm. All that said, I'm having a blast. It is good old Call of Duty and it looks gorgeous. So I still highly recommend it. They need to start selling these campaigns by themselves. I will gladly pay 20, 30 bucks to just get the campaign. Like I really will. Um, So I am enjoying it. Uh, I'm happy it's here. I'm playing it on Hardened. I've always played most of these on Hardened. uh, And it's not too brutal. It, It feels just right in the balance of difficulty. So... Call of Duty Cold War. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. And it's an interesting story, like how they weave about this uh, this this ghost agent that was existing uh, in the midst of like our Cold War with Russia. So, right. And it's not exclusive to Russia, but uh, well, there are exclusive enemies, but it goes through many conflicts. So, anyway, with that, <laughs> that's what I've been playing. What you been up to? Dog. Oh man! <laughs> oh boy, what a week, Fred! What a week CMS. of accomplishments! No. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> so still on my Game Boy kick. I still got. I'm yes. still surrounded by broken Game Boys. Um, the first, the Game Boy I talked about last week that I said probably gonna just use it for pots because I think it's too far gone. Mm-hmm. I sent you a text this week. I, I got the uh, I got that bad boy. I brought that bad boy back to life. I see that. Yes, <clears throat> I was very excited. It was like that thing where uh, you know, like one of those movies where like uh, was it, it? It's it's like when Chewie was fucking with C three PO's parts. It is he said he said like jolts of like life came back to him for a second. Like yeah, bloop, yeah, bloop, 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 you know, and uh. That's what happened to me. I was like, and you're like Doctor Frankenstein. You know, you're like, it's alive. <laughs> yes, I was fucking with it, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I resorted some things. And I cleaned it up, and uh, I I figured out that it wasn't. You know, I cleaned the power switch, but I, I figured out it was actually where the AC adapter plugs into. For whatever reason, because if you know when you plug something into that, right, right, that takes over the power. Yes, from the batteries. Yes. So something was messed up in there and it was by accident because I was actually just messing with the switch and I happened to be pushing on that and it it did that. Like I heard the, the speaker pop for a second. You know, mm-hmm. you get that life in the speaker. And I was like, what was that? What was that? And then I wiggled that <laughs> and I realized it was that. So I, I sort of cleaned that up and resoldered it and uh, bang. Nice. Very. I was so excited. I was like, it's a, the screen's awesome. But... The screen is like, um, so the Game Boy works, right? And I cleaned it all up. It looks awesome. But there is something wrong with something somewhere because, so say the game Tetris is in there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the little Nintendo logo comes down. But then then all of a sudden, 
where it should just say like you know bulletproof software or whatever mm -hmm. presents or whatever the whole you can see that but the whole screen is filled with like um symbols like artifacts like the whole yeah. th it looks like secret code like a talk about black <laughs> ops it's like i'm getting some secret code through the game boy and it's all jumbled and uh i cannot figure out why it's doing that i've looked up in the forums and stuff and no one's ever like reported like a problem like that like you know and then the people mm -hmm. that i did i posted something a screenshot of i said what do you think this could be is it like a bad ribbon cable like what is going on here and everybody's just like hmm no one knew so i was like yeah it could just be a ribbon cable and some people are like uh, that's a ram problem you know those people they just there's always one that's out of left field that's like they want to be different than yeah just this. disassemble the whole mobo and just put it back together and figure yeah. out where the problem is yeah they're like it's the right that looks like a ram the ram chip it's like get okay. your capacitors changed man your capacitors your uh, capacitors so that's where i'm at with that one but i was so excited i brought it upstairs uh you know, to the family watching TV, and I was like, "Look at this! It's a Remember that I got this?" Lives. And they based they were basically like, "Yeah, you, you're blocking the TV." So I just came back downstairs, but I, I was very you know, though, excited. That feeling is awesome. It was it awesome. Really I, I, my wife was laughing at me the other day because it's it's sitting down here, and mm -hmm. I, I've since taken it back apart because I'm I'm just trying to see if I can, you know, figure out what <laughs> you know. It's probably a bad something, right? It's mm -hmm. probably whatever it is. I'd probably never find it, but you know, my wife was laughing because I was messing with it, and I said, "Cause she doesn't care. She doesn't have a video game bone in her body. Like she doesn't have mm -hmm. like that." And I said, "She goes, uh, <clears throat> something. She was being pandering. You know, she's like, yes, honey, it's very, very nice. You know, that kind of shit." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Don't you get? It? I go, this, this is like a thirty-year-old." you know, piece of gaming history that was discarded. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I bought it for parts. Like, someone had it in a bin for parts. It was junk. And I go, here it is. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. fucking working. Like I also love it. that you say, like, four parts. I know that's what people say. But, like, mm -hmm. almost no one in the game's, like, group, other than a handful of people, are actually parting out, like, a Game Boy. Like, no. Like no. stripping it like a car. <laughs> no. But, you know, like I said, it's just people that get them. They yeah. probably get them in lots and stuff, and they put batteries in, and they click it. If it doesn't turn on, they're like full parts. Like they're not fixing it. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, absolutely. Like, That's it, what they it's do. It's like, so, you know, you get a lot. Of, the ones you get from Japan are fun. Like if you look on eBay, all the ones from Japan are fun because they're like crazy yellowed, right? Like, <laughs> and they have like crazy Pokemon stickers all over them, like old Pokemon stickers. Those are the most fun to clean up and restore. But anyways, still playing with my um, my little Game Boy parts there. Um, played oh, some more. Uh, actually, real quick, yes. just staying on the Game Boy thing. So uh, I I repaired some Game Boys, and I had a similar experience to you where like I fixed it, and I was really happy. And then I went to do that mod. And the Bivert mod where you turn like black to white and put a backlight on it, that all worked fine. But the particular one I got, you had to solder like a special video board onto mm. the main one. And you had to do what I consider to be a more complex thing where there's a, um, there's a part on the motherboard of, or the main PCB of the, uh, of the uh, Game Boy 
and you're you need to create like a a goop or like a puddle of solder that connects from there like the quarter of an inch up into the hole of this board and mm. that's where i ran into problems like that's something i don't think i know how to do very well right and I... that's when it all went to hell and i lost the game boy in the process but if i just do standard stuff like trying to fix a screen or mm-hmm. trying to fix a uh, a speaker or something that I usually have success with. And so it's one of those age old things where I know some people will disagree with me, but you know, conventional wisdom says, if you just want to repair these things to the state that they were designed and built for, that's very easy. It's when you start trying to get into, I went from repair to modding and I don't know if I jump, I want to make that jump where you're doing true hardware modifications. But. Yeah, I mean, I would fool with a mod, like a backlit, maybe a new shell. That's about it. Like, it's so funny when I look at mod pieces for old Game Boys. There's all different components oh, you can put in yeah. there. <laughs> so and they're all cheap. You can, so you, like, start lying to yourself and you're like, I yes. can do this. It's like, maybe I want the light to blink when the battery's low. <laughs> like, maybe I'll put this whole board in it. But it's like, I don't want that stuff. If I was putting, if I was making one look cool, like... For me, just changing the shell and the buttons around would be enough in the screen, the glass. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need a backlit and all that shit because I think it's kind of cool the way it is. But it's like, I would probably just do that for me. Like, that'd be my own personal Game Boy. But, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just, that that was a thrill that I can't explain when I got (laughs) that, when I got that shit. It was a bummer that um, the screen is like perfect except for something's causing all these artifacts on the screen. Right. Um, I will go in, um, I mean, I really haven't had a chance, but you know, the trick you do to get the, the, the vertical lines to go away, right? Where you just remelt. Yeah. You basically with, just take the tip and just kind of yes, go over it real quick. It. And it just kind of so, like, yeah, I, I haven't done that yet. Cause that could be the problem. You know, it's not causing vertical lines, but something could be, Mm-hmm. causing that you know what i mean some sort of miscommunication or something that isn't connected right i don't know who it's knows possible. where the fuck who knows where that thing's been you know what i mean like i said the the what i told you last week i opened up the board was a mess it was like someone dumped the soda in it so the fact that it's living is yeah, kind of cool some, get some isopropyl some component cleaner oh yeah oh yeah yeah 99 percent <laughs> i got the i got the good stuff take That's a swig right. of it in between cleaning oh, there you go yeah Clean it's all my good for insides. two things: stripping, stripping rust, and and killing brain cells. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never. But um, so doing that um, goes without saying. Uh, you know, CMS 2018. You know, I think yeah. we should just say for now on, just assume that I probably played that more than any other thing. <laughs> I mean, you can Let's throw out there if you've that. got a new story, but yeah, no, no, I, I mean, always I, assume I, that anyway. <laughs> I did. I did uh, find a like a Ford. What was it called? Ford F. It wasn't. It's like a race car, like an old race oh. car. Engines in the back, and it's kind of like low, and it's like, like to get to the engine and stuff. There's no, there's no, there's no hood or trunk. It's like the whole clamshell has to come off. Yeah. What is that car? Um, it's a Ford F. I keep saying 150, but that's a truck. That's the truck. But yeah, no, no, no. no. That's that's similar to G G 150. TG150, there we go. 
GT 150. Yeah. GT. So, the um, Ford GT. There we go. There that's we go. It. So yeah, I found, that's, yeah. Anyway. I found one of those in a, nice. in a barn or something. It's a hell of and a I spent the last, I, the last two days I like redid it and it's pretty dope. I put these giant slick ties on it. Cause I'm trying to, this is a, this is a trophy for going around the test track or the uh, racetrack in under a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, uh, this is a car mechanic simulator. It is not a racing simulator. The right. the the car handling uh, <laughs> leaves much like, to be desired. <laughs> you know, on the list of priorities when they were making this game, this was uh, car handling and driving physics were I think pretty low on their list of shit the nail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of getting around the track fast. It's a matter of just getting around the track without. <laughs> it's like, like in last night, you just need I a car that handles like a real car. Oh my god! I spent way too long last night trying to do it, and I got to the straightaway. Like I actually f- babied my way around the track because of like, of course I'm using this guy. So if you hit the gas, the thing just fishtails into a wall because it's like too powerful, like for anything. And I'm like, so I'm feathering the the gas around corners and going slow. Cause I'm like, you know, if I don't hit anything and I just go normal speed, I'll make it. It's when you try gunning it, it goes <laughs> off the rails and I come around the corner and there's a straightaway to the end. And I got like 10 seconds, plenty of time. And it's one of those games that if you like micro tap it to the left, it just over <laughs> So then you try to tap it a little to the right and then it's just you lose it. And Overcompensation. It that, yeah, it did that, and I just went and I I I went upstairs and went to bed. Up. I was <laughs> like, it it really it hurt me. Anyways, um, playing that, um, I I got this. Uh, I tweeted out a picture that I got I got a package from from uh, Japan or some shit. And I'm like, what could this be? I know because everything has been Game Boy parts. So I'm like. Mm-hmm. I know I don't, I didn't order anything from Japan. I'm like, what? And it was like this purple envelope. I'm like, what is it? And I opened it and it was my billions road that I ordered on this very show as That's we were right. talking. And I was like on limited run games. I'm like, what's this? Looks, this looks cool. And I bought it <clears throat> months ago and uh, mm-hmm. it finally showed up billions road for the switch. And uh, I've been playing a lot of that Fred. That is a, like a cutesy board game, uh, oh, yeah. in the I vein of you like half talking <laughs> me into it. It is a it, it. The closest thing I can think of is it's it's a it's like a mashup of like Monopoly and like the game of life sorta. Mm-hmm. So it's like and it's all wrapped around like a weird game show. Like it's done in a game show presentation. Um, but the the. The goal, the ultimate goal is like Monopoly. It's to have the most money, billions, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, at the end of the game, and the game diff- is determined by different things, how you set it up, right? So it runs in, in months. Every turn is a month, and it runs in years. So you can like play a default game, you against a computer, and you can set it, the default is three years, right? So whatever that would be in in. That'd be uh, 36 yep. turns, moves, something like that. Yeah. Um, right. 
And it's a weird mashup with like almost like Pokemon characters too. Not real characters, but like Pokemon like esque creatures. Uh-huh. So basically what, what you do is uh it's hard to explain, man, because no, it's, okay. it's like you're you're running around Japan. And I don't know if it's a accurate description you know depiction, uh, depiction sure of is. Japan. But there are real stores, like there's a Toyota Corporation. There you go. <laughs> there's real little stores you can land at. And um, the, so the key, the way you figure that out is: is there a Don Quixote? If there is, I don't then know. You've got, you've so got basically, it. say it's, say it's you and another uh, person playing, right? And um, at the beginning, you get a little bit of money, and they the game show guy host throws a dart <laughs> at this map that you're on, Fantastic. right? And that determines the goal. That's where you have to get to because it's not like a Monopoly board where you you go and like a set path and you pass go. It's just roads everywhere, right? It's just like you can go anywhere you want, right? Mm-hmm. So they set a goal for you. So they just throw it. It's random. So it just it's a store. It's a company, whatever, property. And that's the goal. Um, and then that you take turns trying to get to that goal. Um, but that's not how you win the game. The game ultimately is when the time is up, when the game is over, whoever has the most investments and in, in money in the end um the goal so it's kind of like monopoly it is but the goal points that they make really are just to keep you moving around the board because right. you have to have somewhere to go you know what i'm saying um gives so you then a purpose you're but gives you a purpose because you know once you get to the goal it's like whoever got there gets a bonus of money mm-hmm. and then they throw the dart again and so that's like if you land on a, a company, it will have like stuff you can invest in. So it's not like Monopoly where you're buying the property, but you're buying um, products. So if it's you know like if it's a it's it's a restaurant, there's all different things you can invest in, and it will tell you the return, and you you buy them, mm-hmm. and that money only comes into play at the end of a year, where it will add up your, like your year yearly investment return on that investment and okay. if someone else lands on that property it's not like monopoly where you have to pay money or anything. you just can't buy anything that's already been bought gotcha right? okay so it's right. just a race to buy up as much as you can and then of so course it's more hoarding like, than real estate yes mogul stuff yeah yes and and you're landing on other stuff that takes money from you you're landing on stuff that gives you money um and then the other element would be monsters right so creatures <laughs> Which are like these weird little? Okay. They they don't look like Pokemon. They look more like Yokai Watch creatures. If that okay. makes sense. If you ever seen like the art style yeah. and um, fun little ghosts, fun little ghost type creature things. And each one, there's two types. This is where it starts to get convoluted. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> so there's there's like worker ones, which are ones that follow you around, and they lend you. They they either give you items or they, uh, you know, they each have a thing that they do uh read the description <laughs> each have a thing there's tons of them you know this one will like constantly <laughs> take you know any this one's like called copycat looks like a cat and if anybody else makes money um they copy them and take a little money from them this one is a unicorn and he has a pointy thing i forget his name but he'll help you uh if you're rolling dice to get to the goal he'll help you accurately like the odds of you rolling it will be better. Shit mm-hmm. like that. All right. And there's lots of them. 
those are helper ones. You get those are scattered across the map, and if you run over them, they join your party. Um, and then you constantly, and there's also squares where you can get new ones. There's items with monster eggs you can get because there's items you can use to do stuff. Um, and those are interchangeable. Like if you, you can only have three at any time. So if you run, if you have three and you run over a fourth one, it will ask you which ones you want to keep. Okay. So um, you trade them out. You trade them out and they, they run out of their juice after a while. Cause they can only do their thing like three times, whatever their special ability is. And mm-hmm. then unless you land on a heart that can recharge them, they're kind of like dead in your party and you'd swap them out. Um, the other aspect of them is they're color coded. There's different colors, right? Primary colors of them. And the goal will always have a color assigned to it. So if you get to the goal first and you have any colors that match the goal creatures, you get bonuses. For that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is my favorite part is because uh, they don't give a fuck, right? There's also followers, right? Follow creatures. Those are ones that are assigned to you. And there's good ones and bad ones. And whoever gets to the goal first, say there's three people, right? You get to the goal first. You get a bonus, you get all your bonus, and you and they give you the the good follower monster. Like they they give you the good one. And if, if they always do something like give you items every turn or whatever, they help you. They're helping creatures. The person farthest from the goal gets the mean creature that constantly fucks you every turn. I love how you're losing and they pile on. That's what I love. You're a winner <laughs> and they give you they give you more help. You're losing, they pile on. Yeah. It's the Mario Kart mentality. Because the truth is at any given moment just like the game of life or anything else you, you, you know, it can go back and forth. Because say I have a shitty follower and you have a good follower, um if I cross paths with you, like, like you're you're in a square in front of me, and I go past you, we swap creatures. Mm-hmm. So then you'll get the shitty one, I get the good one. So you get you this strategy where it's like, you know what, I'm not gonna go this way, the way it's kind of telling me to go, like direction I need to go. I'm actually gonna take a detour because you're right there, and I'm gonna like run by you, swap <laughs> these out. Like there's there's little things. Like if you see you're gonna end up on a minus. Um, you might backtrack, you know, take that, that loss and like moves the land somewhere positive. You know, there's a lot of that type of shit going on. Um, anyways, and it keeps going like that and it goes and, and it cuts into weird cartoons, like game show intermissions, <laughs> but they're like nice. cartoons, like, and they look like cartoons. It's like, like at Halloween, it goes into like a trick or treat cartoon and it's all dice rolls. They're just like, it's Halloween. And they're like, and we're going to play trick or treat. Will you roll the dice? And the person with the highest one will get a trick. I mean, a treat. And the one with the lowest, get, you get fucked. You know, you get money or you don't. My favorite's like New Year's where they're just like, we're going to highlight somebody, the lucky person. And they go, it would just be random. And they just highlight whatever. And you either win or lose. Like, it's, it's no rhyme or reason. There's no mini game. They just like, boom. Um, so right now I'm in a tournament, which is, it's 30 years. So you play 30 <laughs> years. There you go. Okay. And so this, every, is, this is getting real. In every five years, the person with the lowest amount of revenue gets booted 
and a new person joins and they <laughs> and you just keep going you'll be last person after 30 I know that elimination yeah um that's billions road man it's uh and there's more there's probably more going on oh yeah there's monsters that will attack the city so like a giant like say tornado creature or some big stupid looking thing and it will be there for three months and then it will destroy all these properties and it will list all the properties and if you're in it, it will tell you like you know you have three of the properties that are going to be damaged you're going to lose this much money so every turn before you roll you can take one of your creatures that are following you because they also have attack attributes and you mm -hmm. can send them to attack this thing and then of course it's a dice roll to determine their multiplier for their attack and all this and why they're attacking um you can't use them obviously when you're taking the turn a lot of little things going on in Billions Road, Fred. Sounds like I, it. I really enjoy it. It's super simple in a weird way. In a weird way, almost like on autopilot. Like in a way, sometimes you're just like, what am I, what is going on here? But <laughs> um, something about it. I think it's a cool little Like you're cool having fun, game. Ryan? I am having fun. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy playing it. You know, I think it's dumb enough. Like the characters uh -huh. and like the art style and like just how weird it is that uh, I, I dig it. So Billions Road um, and then something happened this week, Fred, with my son. He's moved from the Switch and he's discovered my Series X. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, so I have <clears throat> a wired controller that I bought years ago for my my xbox one for my my daughter when she was younger we played minecraft together and it was a cool xbox one control it was wired and it was red and it was like smaller mm -hmm. than the regular controller it was like a little smaller it had the breakaway has a breakaway cable so if you like tripped on it it would like break away uh so you wouldn't like pull your whole console off the shelf mm -hmm. uh, and the cord's like crazy long it's like 10 feet long like it's like and uh, I remember they had red and blue ones way back in. I forget, you know, they were official. They're Xbox licensed. They're not uh, the Microsoft license. They're not like Mad Cats or something. Anyways, so I've always kept that. It's been in a box. And uh, <clears throat> he wanted to play. Um, <laughs> he wanted to play Man Eater, Fred. He's seen the shark picture. Ah, yes. He's very, very in the sharks. He has a bathtub full of sharks, toys when he takes a. Is, uh, oh no! I assumed yeah. you would throw them in a bathtub with real sharks. Real sharks, little little <laughs> ones. And um, so he's seen the cover for that. He's like, "Oh, you got a shark game? You got a shark game?" And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't know. I you know, I don't know what that is. I haven't played it. I know what it is, but I haven't played it personally. So I'm like, uh -huh. I don't know how violent it is. And I'm like, well, buddy. <laughs> and I said the wrong thing to him. I said, I don't know about that one because you can eat people. His <laughs> eyes fucking lit up like yeah. like i had said the greatest game ever invented and i just explained it to him and telling him he can't play and i'm like you know what buddy we'll turn it on i said we'll see what it's like but if it's too i said if it's too violent like if it's too adult i said we're not gonna play he's like okay so we 
Have you played Man Eater yet? Have no, you turned that game on? I know where this is going, but no, no, I haven't. Like an idiot, I'm okay. still waiting for the ray tracing thing, and I've really had this like inkling to finish the summer with it. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what ray tracing does, but uh, I mean, it adds real time reflections. Okay, um, who who cares? But it's um, that game is bananas, and <laughs> it's <laughs> game is really fucked, and um. Yeah, it's some violence going down, but it's it. Even though it looks good, mm-hmm. it kind of still is like silly violence. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Like when you eat people, it's still janky enough that it's not like Mortal Kombat violent. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah, still especially like, like not like modern Mortal Kombat violence. It's it's still like silly like. Like blood, like I don't know. It, I can't explain it. it. It's you know, it's not like yes, it's violent, but it it's cartoonish looking silliness, and it's not like graphic as in like intestines and fucking this and that. It's just like him crunching someone and everything moving so fast is just kind of like a blood cloud, and then like <laughs> blood in the water and stuff. And in the beginning, the tutorial is uh, you're like this big ass shark, obviously, and they're teaching you the ropes. And at one point, the mission is eat ten beachgoers. And there you go. my son was having a ball. He was snatching people off of uh, fucking jet skis. He uh, he, f- you can go up on land as the shark. Really, like you can. You can hit the jump button and just flop around where you want to go. <laughs> like, you're drowned eventually. Like, you suffocate. I so think he you literally, can kind of do that in Jaws Unleashed, but it's got to so, be nowhere near as fun as this. Literally, there was a fat guy just standing <laughs> on the beach screaming, and my son just flopped over to him and ate him on the beach. That's fantastic. He, um, and then it's all framed in a fake reality show called Maneater. Awesome. So it's like a dark, they even have like credit scenes, like like a show's coming on, <laughs> and uh, I, I I believe the the bad guy Salty Pete, I think that's his name. Yeah, I do believe he's that big, is his name. He's like a Cajun guy where you can barely understand him. Like they went water boy Cajun on him, <laughs> okay. where you're just like, yeah. you know, and he's like the shark hunter. And uh, <laughs> so here's a spoiler, Fred. Okay, sorry. But the big, they pull the, the Vader move from uh, Force Un- Unleashed, where they give you the big shark with all the powers and the moves in the beginning. Oh, and, and then, then they, they pull of, them away from you? They take it away. Hmm. And so Salty Pete kind of catches you as that shark and takes it away from you. And uh, you you are a you are a baby shark. You are the, the baby of that the, the big one that he, he caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you become that baby shark, and you're little. And uh, <laughs> so you start the game in the bayou, because for some reason he caught you in the ocean, but he brought you back to his bayou swamp. And uh, Totally normal. Happens all the time. And some shit happens. I won't tell you what. For, that's for you to discover. But you end up as, as that baby shark, and you're uh-huh. in the bayou. So you're actually in the swamp with, like, alligators and catfish and shit. <laughs> and... For reasons that I didn't get explained to, unless I missed it, because I am playing with a, a, a five-year-old or almost five-year-old <laughs> yeah. 
who's talking a lot. Did you catch that? Doing, I didn't catch it. What happened? <laughs> eh. But you end up in an underwater grotto. It's like a cave. You go in there, mm, and there's mm-hmm. a buoy. There's a buoy, but it has like glowing, this glowing wire that you follow, and it goes down into this cave, and the cave is like, looks like a crashed little submarine in there or something, and there's trash in there, but it's all like irradiated. Like it's all oh. fluorescent. It looks really cool. And because it's irradiated, Fred, that allows you uh, to upgrade your shark. Oh, well, that's like, convenient. Like, Yo, know, like armor and shit. Like you yeah. can, like they have slots for your fins. Oh no, I heard that this is and, like a like true blue like RPG, but for sharks. It's been so all that stuff's locked because we're not at that level. But we were able to equip sonar, which I don't really. I forget I have it. And it's like. You know, it's kind of like it's like uh, Assassin's Creed Hawk Vision or something. You just see enemies <laughs> everywhere, you know. Yeah. And then, um, and then I was able to equip. I had a we unlocked the body color, so it made him like this bright red, like tiger shark. Yes. With like these fucking like cat eyes. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And uh, that's fantastic. He likes that. What are you talking about? He likes that, but like he can't read. So we're still in the beginning <laughs> stages where basically it's telling you how to do everything and you ha- it's giving you a list of shit to do, like kill 10 catfish. But he can't read that. So he's just, if you hold Doing the bite button, wants. if you hi- hold the bite button down, right, the, the right trigger, mm-hmm. he opens his mouth and keeps it open. Like if you tap it, he bites like you're supposed to. Right. But my son realized if you hold it down, he opens his mouth and swims with his mouth open. So he just does that pointing at the screen so you can see the shark's mouth he does that um i real quick side note to that the mm-hmm. day my daughter started being able to read instructions on video games yeah i want to say she was seven day. or eight like that kid. maybe it, maybe it was sooner than that but like i think it was seven or eight maybe six but was it I a don't glorious know. day because it was i'm like it was because suddenly you don't have to explain shit You just sit back and watch it. As a father, I I should be super proud (laughs) and and just filled with love and joy just seeing how happy my son is. But I want to, but in reality, I want to put my head through the screen, my new TV. (laughs) I want to put my head through it because I'm just sitting there and I'm like, buddy, see that big blue (laughs) checkpoint arrow? Just go, just go there, go that way, make your way there. But he sees a dot on the screen because it has like particles floating in the water. Mm-hmm. He's like, but what's that over there? And he just goes the opposite direction. Oh, no. I remember and those then, days when Autumn would play the game the way she wanted to play it. Yeah. Do you, do you remember when my, my daughter was young and she loved Lego City on the cover? Yes. But she would drive. She refused to break the law. Yeah. So she drove the Lego cars like on the right, the proper side of the road. And when she would go to a place she was go, she would park it. Like find a place to park. Yeah, in like parallel. I do it would take that stuff, yeah. And she had to be within the lines of parking. So, same thing there. If there was ever a time <laughs> when I wanted to go drown myself in the sink, like <laughs> fill the sink up and put the plunger in and drown, you know, I, like I can't take it. Right, especially when 
at hearts we're like gamers and we want to get going like we want to get past that yes i remember my hump. wife watched me like play a, i think gta 4 and she was like wow you're just like breaking the law and i was like look i need to get somewhere that no one cares no one in mm-hmm. this game cares if you drive yes. well all you're doing is wasting time <laughs> yes and i'm just and so you have to be in the grotto to access your like menu where you can equip your skins and stuff, right? Like you have to be back in that little radioactive place. But the grotto acts as your bases in every mm-hmm. section of the map. So there's like a, you know, it's your towers. You know what I mean? So there's a there's a grotto in every section. Right. Uh, and once you open them, you can fast travel. So right. we Okay, that gone, makes sense how that, that's, sorry, I, I'm visualizing how the game's It's like now. an okay, open yeah. world game yeah. and within those within those areas there's checklists right like there's three hidden license plates to eat this fucking <laughs> this really like, is like I, I gotta tell you as somebody who has extensively played jaws unleashed jaws. <laughs> like now i have to play man on man eater just to see because everybody says like it's way more fun it's and fun, I know, man. I know a lot of people have criticized Man Eater, but I don't think they've played a lot of Jaws games. Like I've played yeah. the Predator game, Ultimate mm-hmm. Predator on Wii, and I've played Jaws Unleashed, and I don't think they realize how bad it was before this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I mean there's something about it that I want to keep playing it. Like it's fun. Right. Like in in swimming as a shark feels great like when he's just swimming you're like "Mm, that acts like a shark it's pretty funny like it's pretty (laughs) cool man you know what i mean like he looks it moves like a shark and then you have a um like a level line like an xp leveling up and you start at level one and you're a pup like you're little like you're a little tiny shark my son is very Mm -hmm. upset (laughs) that you had this giant shark with like a harpoon fucking jabbed in it scars and then you went to this like pup you know this little thing in a bayou (laughs) Um, but I noticed everything you ate, like, you, you know, you got, you, obviously you got XP and there's like three different types of little currencies or something that do stuff. Um, and you get them from eating just fish on your own, just going around eating shit. Uh, but also completing little tasks, right? They give you little tasks. Like, like I said, like, you know, eat 10 catfish or whatever, showing mm-hmm. your ropes, you know? Um, and as you level up, you start, you get bigger which I like. So I hit like level four and I was a teen and my shark was visibly bigger. So there's these, there's these two alligators in the bayou that are on the (laughs) checklist and they fuck me up every time. I'm so (laughs) angry that they get me, but I'm just too little. You know what I mean? I I need Mm -hmm. to get bigger. So I said, buddy, we need to go to the next area. Like we, it's telling us we have to go to this next area. So I go, once we go there, well, cause he wants to get back to the ocean. He's very upset. They took away his beach goers. Like he's, that's that to him that was the game if if they had a mode that was just that little part with the beach with people that would be the game for him you know you uh, just so, described the prequel to jaws unleashed but don't go. get that game no no <laughs> and um so i said well let me see the control buddy i'll get us to the next point okay so i got all the way to the next area and you know it was like a little puzzly, like I had to jump over a, a broken fence thing to get mm. to the next part of the swamp. And I made it there. And then um, <clears throat> I was looking for where the, I actually didn't know what I was looking for. I didn't know there was another grotto. I kind of didn't know what I was looking for. So we were swimming around that area, but I was right near it. 
and he goes, I don't want to be the Tiger Shark anymore. He goes, I want to look like the regular shark. And I go, all right, but I think we you have to be back in the cave to do that. And he's like, yeah, I want to do that. So he took the control. He goes, can I use the controller? And um, I realized something, a bad habit of my son. He likes being in menus. Oh, okay. Which is another reason I want to jump out a window. <laughs> because he just yeah. he constantly stops the game and he's just in the menus like bopping around in there. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just right, like because he can't he, read them. Yeah. He's just like, look, look at this. Look, look, I'm like, buddy. <laughs> and so he found, he figured out the fast travel button and he fast he watched me. He knew how to mm-hmm. highlight the other cave. And then it has a fast travel button and he hit it and it put us all the way back to the first cave Mm -hmm. where we didn't find the second one yet, even though we were like on top of it. (laughs) And then he changed it back to the normal shock. He swam for a second, then switched it back. Really? And then he's like, then we I had to get all the way back to the second. Anyways. (laughs) Um, so lots Manny, of backtracking we, for nothing. It's yes, a, a metaphor um, for parenting. So <laughs> I haven't got into the meat of the game. Like I'm still in sort of like a tutorial hell in that game. Okay, well then I'll just boot it up tonight and get further than you, and then I'll just feel. Oh my god, you you'd be further than me in a half an hour. <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. But um, so we did that, and then the other game, the last game I talked about that we've been playing a lot of Fred. Okay. Is uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Oh, yes. Okay, go on. So him and me have been playing that, and um, we've been playing like two – we've been doing two missions like a night, and not even Mm -hmm. different ones sometimes. We do the same one over again because they have different like levels. They do, yeah, and you can get get more powerful from it, yeah. Um, He's picked it up pretty good. It was a little rough going in the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. he has he has gotten better like we finished levels but he still you know he 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 still uh dies like he runs into mm-hmm. battle you know he Leroy Jenkins me a lot like <laughs> on that shit constantly like he just runs into mobs and then he's like I'm dead and I'm like fuck and you got to revive him yes. but there's too much shit around but if you take yes. too long they're assholes and they start sending these birds that will kill you. <laughs> like, so you can't just leave your pot and dead forever. Oh, no, also, I, know, they say, I know. I know you played it with your daughter, but no, um, no, we played it all three of us as a family. And Oh, did you? Yeah. And both my wife and daughter with Leroy Jenkins on me, I was going nuts oh, my as a God. gamer. Like you just want to tear your hair out, but you're like, yes, this is the closest thing to real family gaming I'm ever yes. going to get. So I'm going to do will. this. <laughs> Every night, me and my son do like it's his bedtime ritual. Like we do mm-hmm. two quests, and then it's, he knows it's time for bed. Um, he he's too young to understand like loot. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. loot level. He he likes aesthetic shit. Sure. He just knows he likes that bow and arrow better than that bow and arrow. And my daughter Even was though, that same way. Like she took the weak ass wolf armor over yes. the cooler thing she yes. had. Yeah. He drove me nuts because he keeps he has like this cool he got this uh rare gold like drop or whatever. It's like a harp crossbow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yet he likes his level doesn't four. Want it. Yeah, doesn't want fucking to it. Yeah. Bing, bing, you know, and I'm like, you know, so he's in the corner launching 50 arrows at this thing, trying to kill like one guy, and I'm like, buddy, 
we are you, you are running out of arrows with that yeah. thing. Um, he's getting a little bit. He did find a hammer, so to him that's Thor's hammer. Heck yeah! So he is. he dig, he digs that, but he also um, he figured out how how to attach the um, what are those called? The runes or whatever? Oh yeah, uh huh. I, they have names. I don't think they called runes, but they uh, make whatever it is, they're like mods. Mods, yeah. They make your weapon stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just attaches them to everything, <laughs> like stuff in his inventory, not even <laughs> stuff he's using. I'm like, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, so I've sort of been taking as a controller once on cleaning up his inventory. Uh huh. You definitely have to do that, and that's a Minecraft Dungeons problem. And um, he's figured out that he can sell stuff. <laughs> But sometimes he's he, the good he, shit. He's four, man. So he's just like, I sell this, right? Clink. And he does it before you're like, oh, okay. Um, you just sold your sword. Now you have no weapon. Yeah. Now you, yeah. And again, he's a menu kid for some reason. <laughs> he will not stop hitting the Y button or up, I mean, on the D pad and going into the menu. Wait, let me just see something. That's his favorite thing to say. <laughs> Wait. Let me just see here. And he goes with it, and I'm like, what are you looking at? What are <laughs> meanwhile the screen's flashing red because I'm getting destroyed. Yeah. Because here's mm-hmm. a here's a fun they, thing they did for a kid's game. It doesn't pause ever. When you go to the menu, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I remember that. And, so if you go into your inventory, it doesn't pause. So it's like he just middle middle of a mob, he just let me Which see I get that on like the hell difficulty of Diablo 3, but we're talking about Minecraft Dungeons here. That game does some weird decisions now that you bring it that does up. Do, yeah. It does. It does. Um, the game, him and me will roll through it together. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten better. Like I said, it's been a week now. And he's he revives me. I revive him. He's he's figured out, obviously, the bow and arrow and the, and the weapon. He's figured that stuff out. Um the artifacts confuse him, right? Some of the artifacts, sure. like what they do. And so he has like the firework arrow and simple stuff. You know what I mean? Like that he he can visibly see what it does. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas something where it's like a um, defense amulet or something, he doesn't know what it's doing. Uh, so he likes the stuff that's kind of – he found his fire arrows today. He, he digs that. So of course. He can see that. But you 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 do all right. Like as a team, sure. But then for a game, like it's hard to figure out who they're aiming that game at. Because then all of a sudden, at the end, they throw a mob and a boss at you that destroys you. Yes, and you're and... just like, where, where did that come from? And the games, like, you Ugh. get three tries to get. Like, if you both die, it will it will respawn you both. Uh, but you have three essentially lives to do that with, mm-hmm. like full respawns yep. together. Like you can keep reviving each other back and forth, but if you yeah, both but if go you down, die, die, yeah, you it like checkpoints you with a respawn, and you're still in the same spot and everything. And I even think the health doesn't regenerate on the boss. No, it but, doesn't. Like it, it, it just throws you back in the fray. But it's not. But it's not enough. I mean, you haven't me, gotten there. I'm guessing. But when you get to the end of that game, you're like, no, no, oh, no. When it was still in the early, early oh. little levels down at the bottom and. We're just fooling that around. That game like, ramps we, up at the end, and it is not. Autumn did not enjoy the end of that game. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird. 
It's cool looking. Like I think yeah. it, I think it fits well. Like you I know, think the voxel art's good, and yeah, it holds the Minecraft aesthetic and everything. And uh, you know, I, I like the name of the bad guys, the Illagers. That's a yeah. great name. Yeah. Um, but and he loves it because he loves Minecraft. So he likes everything about it. He's figuring out. Um, we go back to town, and he hasn't. He can't count. Right, he, he knows numbers, but he he doesn't. I see what you're saying. Them. Yeah, like, so like true this, math. Yeah. So he runs over to like because we've unlocked like three of the merchants. We've sent. <laughs> we found three of the. He just runs over. You'll, you'll and buys everything. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy, you don't need a low level bow. You have t- tons of them. The market's cornered on bows in your inventory. <laughs> Every shitty bow you have, and he and then he wants something else. I'm like, you don't use all your money, buddy. You know. Mm-hmm. So, little things he's he's, he's getting. But. So, of note, I'll mention this, but I don't think it's on Game Pass anymore. There was a game called River Bond, which came out at I'm, about the same yeah. time, and it was about the same thing. You, I remember this. You told me about River Bond. Yeah, and I played the shit out of that. That game is a much better version of Minecraft Dungeons. I'm going to go down and say it. Minecraft mm-hmm. uh, Riverbond is the better version of what you Mike. think Minecraft Dungeons Minecraft is going to be. Yeah. It's and My daughter loved it because she could become an avocado. <laughs> fucking <laughs> avocado we, wielding a weapon running through levels. We re- I realized because we went to a, I forget what level it was. It was some level but like that happened. We got to the end and got like steamrolled by the boss. Yeah. And the the bosses we've run into, right? It's it's a it's a death room, right? Like you go through a gate mm-hmm. and the gate closes. I or, think it's that way through the whole game. Memory serving a lot of yeah. it, some of it. Yeah, you hit them all the time, but most time you you walk into open areas just killing mobs, right? And they're fairly yes. easy. It's like you just shoot arrows and shit at a distance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a few characters that will buff it's crowd on control stuff. Yeah, so you go and you get them first, and then blah blah blah. Um, but then you get to these the, the end points, and it will be like, <laughs> you know, it's like the gate closes and his big the big bad with mobs, and you just get you get destroyed. So I I realized that. So he doesn't care, right? So I will just go, hey, you want to do this one again? And we'll do an early one, and I'll put it on the lower level. Mm-hmm. And we just play because he just has fun playing it. And when we hit the the end where it says victory right and and the narrator says something like you did it or something like that mm-hmm. he gets so excited he gives me a high five we yes yes and he goes oh he gets so excited for that loot See, box at the end the which best. isn't good yeah the the surprise box yeah yeah which isn't the best i don't like him uh <laughs> get excited over loot boxes the gambling te- gee tendency. i don't understand why not yeah but he get his he's what we go get and he doesn't know what it is he's like oh I got a fishing pole. And I'm like, yeah, that's, right. that's shit, son. <laughs> you don't want that. But he gets so excited. So it's like, if that's what that game is for us for now, is just kind of replaying lower levels and not really pushing it as a story-based thing, right? Um, we can probably play it for a long time. And that's you know what a I mean? real just... ideal place for it to be, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, that's what we uh, the, the the what stinks now is before he was on his switch all the time and I had my time. And, right. Uh, 
Now, whenever the minute I walk in the door from work, can we play the shark game? Can we play the shark game? And so yeah. I gotta, I gotta ration that out. I gotta now I gotta have a schedule. So we've sort of worked it out from like, you know, seven to eight, roughly. Because mm-hmm. uh, my son goes to bed around eight thirty. Uh, he's a late. He goes to bed late. He's a late child. So uh, yeah, we'll play like a few minutes of a few, you know, like fifteen minutes of Manita, and then he kind of has enough of that. And then he wants to play Dungeons, and we do two missions. So, and then it's like bedtime, and he's happy with that. So, and that is uh, that's what I've been playing. This that's week. that. Excellent. That yeah, and I looked it up. River that. Bond is twenty five bucks, which actually isn't a bad price for it, depending on yeah. how you're going to use it. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was on Game Pass and is no more. But uh, no. I did. Fred, I won't talk about it, but for a strange reason, because I was thinking about co-op games with my son. This is how we sat playing, you know, dungeons. But I remember <laughs> you saying you played through all the Halo games with your daughter. I actually downloaded the Master Chief Collection. There you and, go. Uh, well, and to be clear, we haven't. We did one and two. So uh, we're going to start uh, three soon, but yeah. And I and I started it just because I'm like, oh, Halo. Mm. And I played like a half an hour of uh, Reach. Mm-hmm. If I look good, I, I you know I haven't. Oh no, those are Halo. those are super enhanced. Those I, have been. I haven't. Yeah, those have, have been not, Series X enhanced. Yeah. Yeah, I have not played Halo in a very long time. And played, those are 4K 60 HDR now. Those are and, souped up. Yeah, and playing um playing Reach was fun. I played a little bit of it until I started dying, and I remembered like, oh yeah, Halo, <laughs> and um <laughs> doing one checkpoint over You're not and over wrong. and over again. Yeah, yeah. You know, one fucking. That's Halo. Uh, yeah. And uh, but like I forgot, there's no iron, there's no iron sights in Halo. There's no looking down. No, no. I kept pulling the. I kept. There's pulling a that handful trigger. of weapons like the battle rifle that have little down the yes. sights, but it's not the same. Like the sniper rifle, right? You can zoom sure, in, sure. The regular rifle, I yeah. I can't tell you how many how confusing those controls were. Yeah, and like, uh, what is it? There's another button. Whatever grenade is, is a commonly used different button. So you're throwing grenades all the time. It took me forever to figure out like the butt, you know, because instead of clicking a thumbstick, it's a button. And then when you click the thumbstick in, you don't crouch and stay crouched. You have to like hold it that in. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of stuff. And then just no iron sights. Like no, that was very odd to like. Yeah, user. And then I was like, yeah, I was dying a lot in one like choke point. And I was like, all right, let me turn this off because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep playing. I was just playing around, so I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my night. I'll go back someday and play some Halo, but Yeah, but those games are good and obviously Infinite's coming. I, I'm torn. Mm. I'm between a rock and a hard place because trees, Best Buy's giving you a ten dollar certificate and a steel book with a pre order of Halo Infinite, but you're like <laughs> You're like fucking. It's on Game Pass. Like I, I have Game Pass for the next like two and a half years. Like mm-hmm. I don't. Right, I many, don't need it. Yeah, there's not many steel books. I, you know, the Mass Effect was a given. That one was our, a given. Yeah, proud of that one because our history with it. You you gotta have that, and then, you know, obviously, uh, you know, CMS twenty one. <laughs> that has a steel book. <laughs> Does it? I'm gonna. I'm going to write them. I'm going to write them and say, listen, <laughs> you, you might only sell happen. one or two, but I'll be there for you. Um, and I think the only, I think uh, 
if there was ever a Titanfall three, I'd go all out for some Titanfall sure, three. Sure, we'll see. I don't know what they'd offer to well, the EA but thing. I, Respawn said they're working on something, but I don't think they told us what it was. Pretty sure they didn't. It, it, if Titanfall three was announced and they were having some like uh, you know eighty dollar, hundred dollar pre order special, I don't know. I might go for that. I might. Uh, well, so this this asks a question. Okay. I understand if you aren't down with this, most people aren't, but mm-hmm. that Guardians of the Galaxy game that's coming out in yes. late no- October, they've got the regular edition, which is your standard 60 bucks, and they've got the special edition, which comes with the soundtrack as a digital code, which you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, it's going to be a fun mm-hmm. soundtrack, but I probably have most of those songs, or they're on Spotify or whatever. I, I use Tidal, but it's just a Spotify adjacent. Um, <clears throat> so probably not as useful, but you actually get a, um, a art book with it, like 45 pages, and it's Guardians of the Galaxy, so I could see my, mm-hmm. my personal self getting into it. But most importantly, you get a steel book. But it's 20 bucks more. It's, it's 80 bucks. Mm. And I'm like, a $20 boost for what to me, they give you other things, but all I'm really getting this for is the steel book. And I'm like, I'm thinking that's too steep. And I'm not going to ask my wife because I don't feel like getting yelled at over stupid shit. <laughs> and that is yeah. how that goes. She's not going to yell at me for spending that money. She's going to yell at me for asking her opinion on something that she very clearly doesn't have any interest in. <laughs> I mean... For all the games I would think of a special edition in a steelbook, Guardians of the Galaxy would not even. I think it's because I like the Guardians, but yeah, you're right. I do, I do too. But to me, when you open the drawer, people don't go like, "Ooh, Guardians." (laughs) To to me, like what stinks is because it's just I fell into this, but to me. The Guardians are the MCU Guardians. Mm, like when okay. I really think about I it in my head. that hang up, yeah. So to me, the, and this the, won't fit. Yeah. The, the Square Enix Guardians are just, to me, it might as well be a bin game. I don't know <laughs> how good it will be, but my point is, like, I look at them and I don't feel nothing for those designs. To me, it's just, could so be anything. Let me, tell you what so, I, let me tell you what I do know, Trees. I always bet on the wrong horse. Yes. So, like, I bought Godfall and... Greedfall? Greedfall, sorry. (laughs) I did not buy Godfall, which is a different game that's on the PS5, but I bought Greedfall. Greedfall? And Greedfall is... Is that what I'm thinking of, or am I thinking of... What am I thinking of? Greedfall is that RPG, right? That, like, sort of... Okay, I'm thinking of the right thing. Godfall is that uh, PS5 game that was 70 bucks, and, yeah, and it was bad, too. Okay. Um, Godfall wasn't necessarily bad. Or sorry, Greedfall wasn't necessarily bad. Lots of people liked it, but it wasn't as strong as some of Spider's other stuff like the Technomancer. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, and like less than a month later, that some bitch was down to like 30 bucks. And then another example of that was, remember I bought the, uh, the Ultimate Tomb Raider edition, the Lara Croft edition of right. uh, Tomb- Shadow of the Tomb Raider? And that game flopped to high hell. And that game was down. You could buy, and remember I bought the digital version. You could buy the Steelbook version of that for like 50 bucks. And it was normally 90, like a Mm. month later. 
And so, uh, and even like Indiana Jones, remember I pulled the trigger on that Indiana Jones box set. Now I know there are some people who bought it for a hundred and I bought it mm-hmm. for like 75, but it's down to like 60 now. And same thing with the matrix. I bought it for like 80 and it was like 60 bucks in no time. Meanwhile, anytime I don't pull the trigger on something like the Lord of the Rings box set, all that fucking thing does is get more expensive. Any game like I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy it. It, well, it doesn't drop in price. So the fact that I'm interested in it means that Guardians of the Galaxy will be half its price within three to I, seven weeks. Sorry, man. I can't conceive that a Square Enix Guardians of the Galaxy game is going to be like uh, this you know, sought-after commodity. <laughs> like it just Not after sorry, the Avengers man. game. That's for damn sure. Yeah, uh, that's what... And I don't care how good it looks. I mean, I just don't think that property commands like. I also it, it's, think it's, it's weird that an ensemble cast team game is a single player game. It, like it that, feels that also baffled me. Like it looks like a good game, and the guardians are cool, mm-hmm. but it it feels like the the level of attention <clears throat> it's getting feels misguided. Right, it feels misplaced, like by the people making it. Like that's fair. People like Guardians of the Galaxy; they like it, mm-hmm. but I don't. It's not like there's this thirst for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like Avengers, I can well, understand. I think it's like has got a deal on some Marvel shit, and they were yeah, trying to milk it. Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I understand Avengers as a whole. I can understand you banking on that for title. I can understand sure. you. Being like, yes, fucking Avengers is okay. Let's put our eggs in this basket. I understand that shit with the hype of the movies and the MCU and stuff. But Guardians, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, and it reminds even, me. Yeah, it it, re, it reminds me of Disney Infinity season two. Di- Disney I Infinity do know was exactly so, what you're talking about. Was so awesome, mm-hmm. right? Because it was Disney characters. It was all this, and all of a sudden. Season two is going to come out, and it was literally, it might have been just be called, it should be called Marvel Infinity. Like, that's true. Yeah. And they miss, they missed the boat. Like, they missed mm-hmm. it. They missed what made that game special, and everything was Marvel, and that's what tanked. Like, that's what started the downfall. Like, Star Wars couldn't recover that fucking <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. It was like Marvel, like, they put their eggs in that basket, and it was, it was misguided. It was like no one cares well, by all these. So I feel I, that's what this is like in a weird way. It's like it looks cool. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not like it's a um, budget game or a fucking. It looks like like they're going all out on it. But f- who was kind of asking for it? I guess is yeah. My no, you make a good point. I think another thing that people don't give credit to, and there's going to be someone out there who disagrees with me, but I doubt it's anyone listening to this. Um, What still continues to baffle me as a comic book reader is the fact that what they make properties out of are not the top-tier comic books, if that makes Mm. sense. Like, Mm -hmm. The Avengers, yeah, people knew it. I'm sure there were lots of people who read it, but it wasn't... Like, Thor was one of the least popular characters Mm -hmm. in comic books. Like, trust me, I I bought those books. 
And the same thing was true of like Captain America and Iron Man. Iron Man was a B tier character. Yeah, like, he might have even C tier. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy definitely fits this mold as well. And while we're on the subject, Blade and Howard the Duck didn't have much of a prayer either. No. Um, and yet, these are the Daredevil is a good example of that. I know Kevin Smith loves Daredevil, but like Daredevil <laughs> wasn't sought after. Power Fist? Are we fucking joking at this point? You know, and yeah, Iron Fist, like, sorry, Iron (laughs) Fist, that's what it was, not Power Fist, but, you know, and even moving forward, like, Doctor Strange wasn't that sought after, in my opinion, but, and and Ant-Man, are you fucking kidding me? But, like, these were all great movies that were made out of, Mm -hmm. you know, these properties, and that's great and all, but, like... (laughs) These are still essentially B-tier characters. So I'm I'm wondering, especially once they switch to the comic book side, it's like, what are you banking on? Why don't you make a game about a character that's like A-tier, but isn't Spider-Man? Because there's a lot of them, and Spider-Man's been claimed. And so just go with some of those other ones. Stay yeah. away from the MCU. If, if nothing more than for the exact things you said. And the other thing that just continues to baffle me is like, like, even where the MCU is going, do I think that, like, you know, what is it, the the Legend of the Ten Rings is going to be a bad movie? No, I think it's going to be a great movie, but, like, what is the MCU anymore at this point? Um, mm-hmm. But then at the on the flip side, like, WandaVision and Loki, yes. uh, like, I finished Loki and stuff like that, like, great, those yeah. are incredible. Yes. You know, and so, like... It's a weird spot for the MCU right now. Like, Black Widow's good, but Black Widow's the end of, like, what I would call traditional MCU as we know it. And they're going to start mm-hmm. into some interesting stuff. But it's definitely different than we've seen. Like, I don't know how the world's going to accept Moon Knight. But maybe it'll go over well because the world accepted Black Panther way better than I thought they would. And Black Panther was a dope fucking movie. So, like, those... That blew me away. But... If I'm square, <laughs> get something think, that's higher priority and that that hasn't been done before. You know what I mean? This, you know, this was this was a long conversation, Fred. Basically, f- the boil down to me telling you, I don't think you should get you should buy a steel book. A <laughs> yeah. fucking I don't even know if I'm going to buy that game day one. Anymore. I mean, there's money to spend out there on shit. I'm just yeah. saying. I think just the regular version will suffice for you. I don't even know if I'm going to get the regular version day one. I've already done my two purchases for the fall. Far Cry 6 Mm -hmm. is coming, and I guess this is technically considered summer, but I bought Psychonauts 2. And yes, I know it's on Game Pass. I know that's a waste of money, but I want to show that like I absolutely support that project. Day Mm -hmm. one. It was the same reason I bought Mirror's Edge Catalyst day one. I knew that was going to tank. I knew it was going to be cheap soon. I wanted to give as much money to that studio as I could to try to send that message, Mm -hmm. even though I knew it was going to falter. I don't think the same of Psychonauts. I think that's actually going to be quite successful, but I Mm want to support that project. So, And a quick shout out. Mm -hmm. You sent back my PSVR, if we didn't talk about it, but I did get it the other day. And you uh, packaged in... uh, Psychonauts Rhombus or Ruin for me to play. Yeah. So Is we'll that the name of it? Like. Rhombus or Ruin? That's correct. Yeah. Rhombus or Ruin. Um, yeah. I can play it with the controller, right? You can. Yeah. Okay. In fact, Good. I think that's the only way you can play it. All right. Yeah. I didn't open the box yet. Like, I received the box and uh, 
kudos to you, like mad props for sending it back in the piece of shit box that I sent to <laughs> yeah. you. Mm-hmm. It came back and I said to my guy, I think this is the same fucking box it is, yeah. I sent. I, I go, this is barely holding together. <laughs> um, <laughs> I so take the shit out of it. You did. And I did throw a bunch of packing in it. You'll see it. Yeah. I just kind of did my best to repackage it exactly as you sent yeah. it. No, I mean, I opened it and I took my PSVR <laughs> okay. out. I just haven't opened it. I, I have no place to set it up again because my gotcha. shelves are like all disarrayed because of the Series X and moving, you know, redoing Stuff. my shelves. So. Yeah. I just I, it's on the floor and I haven't opened the box yet to put it back up. So, so the one but, thing I did include because we were talking about <clears throat> you only sent me one HDMI cable, but just in case, and I had extras, I mm-hmm. included an HDMI 2.0 cable, which doesn't matter to you because you don't have a PS Pro. But if you did, it mm-hmm. would keep like the HDR and everything so that you could right. do a good pass through. But that was the other thing I sent you was an extra cable. I happened to have one around and it was a high speed cable. I was like, oh, nice. let's hook him up. He needs one, oh. it sounded like, and so let's not make this a oh, problem. Yeah. Plus, oh, you were you... awesome to uh, give those to me. And if I had more tangible copies of PSVR mm-hmm. games, I would have given them to you. But Rambus of Ruin was, uh, was fun. Enjoy it. Um, and, uh, and, and I don't know if you're that into Psychonauts, but again, this is more of a fun point and click adventure with a mm-hmm. lot of fun jokes. So hopefully you'll enjoy that. I don't know how you'll feel about Psychonauts too, but Hey, it's going to be day one available to you. So I figured you may as well have some fun with it. Sounds good, man. It also does a good job of going like, okay, here are the characters of Psychonauts. This is where they're mm-hmm. currently at. Here's the in jokes. And it literally ends into what I guarantee you will be the beginning of Psychonauts too. Yeah. So, yep. But alrighty, cool. Yeah. So, thanks again for that. Um, no worries. I learned that uh, I like the non-mainstream stuff, and mm-hmm. that uh, yep. the mainstream stuff kind of didn't impress me that much. And I also learned that I can have the shit scared out of me by a game yeah. that most people are like, it wasn't scary. All right. Well, it scared the shit out of me, man. The impatience. If you ever want to, just give that a go. But that made the hair on the back of my neck stand mm. up like all the time. I still say, I still say Astrobot's like the best thing on there almost. It is hands down one of the best experiences on there. Yeah. In fact, I might, <laughs> like the PS5, I might be like experience of the, yeah, like that's, that's yeah. the reason to get it is Astrobot. Astrobot was amazing. Yeah. The whole thing was worth it just to have experienced that. There you go. So. Anyway. Alrighty. All right. Well, Very let's good. wrap it up because it's late. And it's late. I'm definitely Time tired. Me. So Time for me to go to bed. All right, man. Well, then until next week, mm-hmm. happy gaming. Later.